going on down there? I was just seeing a thing about, uh, oh, what is it, uh, scotch eggs recently on Instagram. And those things always look great until the part where you'd have to make them. Uh, yeah. But they, they are, boy, are they fascinating. They'd be, they're, they're great to be to be procured and eaten, not to make yourself. <laughs> Anytime you got to do something where it's like, yeah, just put an egg inside a bunch of stuff, but keep it in one piece. I'm like, yeah, what? Okay. <laughs> That's hitting my skill ceiling now. Yeah. Uh... Like, when people go, like, oh, it's, you know, a secret to poaching an egg, just crack it into the boiling water and be careful. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, just do that. Simple. Yeah. Uh, I tried. I, I, yeah, well, I went through three eggs. How, how, how did I... Yeah. Uh, you don't leave it next to the pan? Man, that's what I've been doing wrong this whole time. <laughs> uh, anyway, talk, you can't make a podcast without breaking a few omelets. And for those omelets, you probably had to break an egg unless... I don't know what you're doing, but welcome to WTF at TFW. We're we're uh, gonna have a real uh, acquisitions tastic little podcast here. Uh, DJ, uh, how do you break an egg? Do you go do you go edge of the bowl? Do you go inside the bowl? Do you just o- hold it over and do the thing that the cool people do and it just falls out? Uh, my skills are not that far just yet. I can, I can get a good crack on like one one shot against the edge of the counter, and that's about it. I tr- I try to do edge of counter, but I whenever it's the edge of the counter, something overtakes me, and I become the Incredible Hulk, and I just go way too hard, and then I get that trail of egg white from where I bonked it to where I'm putting it, and I get so annoyed. So I've I've started trying to use the inside of the pan or the bowl to catch any off spray, but that sometimes is worse. So I think I just need to learn my strength. Uh, er- edge of pan, edge of bowl. You're just asking for problems. You're asking to drive egg shower eggshell shards into your egg mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you you crack it on the flat of the countertop you give I it a know. good solid uh, and then you you can use two hands and pull it apart or if you're a cool person you can do it with one hand and brr, there you go toss that that shell in the trash you know how bulls you, cra- you, you hit an edge though and then you, oh, not you get all the little tiny bits and invariably uh, edge of the counter it's what you said the edge of the counter yeah, or the no, edge no, no. of the bowl. No, when I, when I was you saying, do that, and then you're jamming eggshell up into the egg that you wanted no, I, to I, eat. I, I don't and so use then, a when you put edge. it in whatever you put it in, you're like, "Oh, there's all these little tiny flecks I gotta get out." But because it has a fluid around it, every time I try and squeeze it, it squirts away. And you're getting What's a fork experience? and a single chopstick yeah, trying I, to I, like uh, uh, to get it out of there. If I'm no. cracking it against the edge of the counter. That's already dividing the egg in the direction I want it to go. Yeah, but the the intrusive yeah, the intrusive the, mass an, though an egg will the intrusive mass is an dangerous. egg will do that anyway. Yeah, the, the, wh- unless you like unless you hold it the long way and you're hitting it against the countertop, in which case, son, you got problems. Oh, yeah, that means you're super bad. <laughs> no, I, I want to try I, that now. When I when I say edge of the of the pan, I don't mean the 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 thin edge. I mean inside on the concave because I like to hit an egg on a flat surface. Because when I use a knife edge surface. Uh, I just get eggshell. That is how I learned. I learned this from my mom. If you do try to want to get eggshell out of the liquid, uh, the larger eggshell itself is better at catching that stuff. But you have to do that without breaking the larger eggshell while you're doing it. Otherwise, you have a bigger problem. Uh, 
But no, you know how bulls get mad when they see red? That's me when I see the string of egg white from the countertop leading to the pan. I don't know why, but it makes me so irritated. That that little string of egg white. I can wipe it up, but like something about it. There's something specifically unclean about it that sets me off. So I'm always trying to figure out like how do I uh how do I splatterlessly get this egg open? I want to do the thing that some of those chefs do where they just like they just drop the egg on like the top of a knife and then they pull it off and then the wet parts come out and all the dry parts stay in their hand. That's the cool that's the cool guy stuff. Oh, like the uh teppanyaki chefs or whatever. Yeah, I want to do that. That's the cool guy stuff. Um Anyway, we're we're uh that was we had a, a, a quota to hit. You know, we are sponsored by uh by uh big North American uh oof uh company. Uh that's that's eggs in French. But uh as I said, we're gonna be talking a whole lot about toys today. Uh so I got I got a list, TJ's got a list, Aaron's got a list. Um so uh I'm just gonna start the chair off on Aaron to pick something. Don't pick the one we both have. Let's let's cycle towards that or the two that we uh, the, okay. Uh, um I I'm I'm going to 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 handle a whole bunch of my list at once. All right. I got the whole wreck and rule set. What? <laughs> yes. All right. That all came out in the states? Yes. Oh my god, it the did. I forgot. Leadfoot and whatever the heck the mammoth is Master called. Dominus. Master Dominus. Master Dominus. Uh came in yesterday or Sunday. It came in Sunday. Um but all the others came in like a week. God, that ago. is five of them. Plus. Man. I'm just looking at I'm looking at your count. Yes. Yeah. I, damn. <laughs> yeah. So uh the two I'll really talk about. Uh, unless you have questions about the other stuff. Well, kind of kind of three. Um, I got one of them, I should say. Spindle, Spindle and uh, who came with Impactor. Yeah, that's um, what I got. Okay. We can, we can kind of co-talk this. Uh, I still need to get a file and do, like, two rubs over the top of the, the, the head peg, head... Head tab thing. Yeah, that um, that thing is a. Uh, I, I went on Twitter because I was just like, I saw the divot and I was like, I'm gonna ask Twitter. And thank yeah. goodness I did because within uh, half an hour, someone basically told me like, Oh yeah, I, I took the barest amount of plastic off the top of that thing and it fixed it. So I did it. I took a little bit too much off and it still is is just fine. But I went to the limit. I think uh, you really just need okay. to do like file, file, test. If it doesn't work, file, yeah. test, and it probably it probably will work. Uh, cause boy, That's, yeah, spindles weird. Spindles full of, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's about as, as as far as I think I'm going to to go on it is is be very like, you know, shave and test and shave and test because it's really easy to take material off. It's a lot harder to put it back on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you want the flex of the plastic for it's this? A machine. It's, that's a machinist's maxim that I remember from long ago. Um, but yeah, I, I dig that his color scheme matches straight up to impactor. I wish that more two pack things of this nature happen that way. If they're the fossilizers or the weaponizers or even the base things that I forget their Iser's name, um, modulators, they broke the rule modulators, um, that is a neat way to make a two pack feel like it's one thing that's two different toys. Mm-hmm. Um and then spindle as a as a variation of a fossilizer, 
I think he's good, but I think that both him and whatever the heck the Mastodon's name was that I've already forgotten. Um, I think I think that both of them, uh, both of those molds are just really showing their use. Spindle um, is terrifying. The and and I know this is this is spindle wide because I've seen I have seen this confirmed by I almost double digits people that those mushroom pegged dino ankles. Uh, are holding in mm-hmm. there be- out of a kindness to you because you you spent the money. So they're like, you know what? We'll stay in here, kind of. But don't push your luck. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah, those those mushroom pegs, all it takes is like, oh, I turned the foot 20 degrees, and then it pops out. And I've seen a couple different people say, well, all you have to do is the hot water treatment where you, you stick it in some nearly boiling water, and then you drop it. In, into cold you put the two things together and then you drop them combined into cold water and then you you sacrifice a chicken to the dark plastic gods and then after that it should probably fit in there most of the time i'll give that a try i had i had to do that to bend a a non-pvc sword on laser prime so i'll give i'll give that a try i'll report back i i'm just thinking you you pour some floor polish in there to create more friction if you really need to but like i was push i was pulling that mushroom peg in and out and I was sensing the friction Mine, point. I, f- I feel like it's too m- like the the receiving side for the mushroom peg is too small. It's uh the, the what I noticed because there is on mine I can sense the intended friction lock, like you know in a tactile mm-hmm. sense. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it's just uh, it's not that there's not enough, and it's not that there's too much. It's just too worn down, and whatever was designed doesn't entirely exist anymore. So the the hot water trick could do it. I'll give it a try because I'm I'm not going to say I know for sure. It's just I I feel like this is more of a floor polish thickener situation, not even thickener I should say, could. but a friction introducer. Um, mm. But uh, the the, but. the shared color scheme is fantastic. I shared in the chat my I, I immediately put together a combined vehicle mode and I, I mobilized the boner bomber. Um, if you want to find photos of that, just go on on Twitter and search for Vangelis mm-hmm. Boner, and it will be one of the first uh, results. Uh, thankfully, it's the only image result, I believe. At least, at least the third. Yeah, yeah. Only image, though, I think. So, you know, don't worry about that. Uh, apparently, at some point, Bluefin did an interview about Pacific Rim in 2013 where they said Boner Kill, and I thought that was funny, apparently. Um, <laughs> 2013. Uh, but yeah, the I... I wish we'd gotten more of these shared color schemes because uh, th- it was uh, immediately engaging to me. Uh, I only, I kind of mm-hmm. wanted Spindle, and I was like, I like the Impactor toy, so I'm not mad to get another one. It's just I have three now, and maybe I should think about that. But yeah, it's a third head for Impactor too. It's it's yeah, and a, a lot and a more new chest. like Marvel Comics, more like it. That's a long, kind of long faced human. With a helmet on, yeah, wild, wild further away from our robot origins. Very, very wildman, and and the chest is new. And there was a someone I forgot who posted a side by side of all three, which made this one in a perfect perspective side by side. This one actually looked slightly taller, uh, and I think it's because the chest is new and it just it does something to the, to the the visual silhouette. Uh, he just he just holds himself a little bit better with the. He's he's been working on the chests, working on the pecs. Yeah, yeah. Been a little bit prouder about life. It might have placed the shoulders slightly higher, but I, I haven't pulled mine out for a side by side. I've just been trying to get actually my old uh, my old foot 
booster thing with the dino feet I did with the original with Paleotrex going on this, and with with spindles mushroom pegs, that's just a no go. It's it's not working. <laughs> those are those are mm-hmm. uh, claws only. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a good two pack. I also uh, liked the reveal to me of how the wrecker hammer works in this one because I got the papercraft part, and I was like, how does this thing work? And then it's just it just went foomp. Because it's like a it's like a, yeah. a pop up book piece, uh, so I was like, All yeah. Right. The only the only things that have work are the two ends of the hammer. Yeah, are like eighty seven folded pieces that you have to do. All all of the others are just like, you know, the hammer head, the hammer handle, um, are both like flat but sealed. So you just kind of push on the alternating sides, and they square themselves out. And then the base has got two or three pieces to fold around i've not actually yeah. assembled the hammer i just looked at a bunch of the pieces and went huh that's neat and then slipped it back in the box i'm uh, i'm hoping if but, i if uh, i don't end up picking up all five i suspect i won't have too much trouble with this i'd like to try to put the rest of the hammer together at least just once for a for a as a treat for a funny thing mm-hmm. uh because i i do like the the pot like the sturdiness of it took me aback a little bit um which is sturdier feeling than spindle is what I'll say. But what's the, hey, TJ, I'm yeah. going to do it. You mentioned the chat, but I'm going to do this. What's the word? You could say, what's the safe word on Master Dominus? Because you said he was feeling pretty loose. Uh, but is there anything tight on the Master Dominus? Is that for TJ or for me? Well, TJ... TJ because TJ doesn't have that on his list of things, no, t- and TJ, he said he wasn't TJ's, going to make that joke. Yeah, I, I wanted to prove to TJ it's doable. It's it's safe for work. Doable. You, I'm just you. I'm you just, you've heard it here. You've heard it. You've heard it here. Evangelist, internet personality, Evangelist is stealing jokes from internet personality TJ Omega. Like, call it. I'm just. I'm just doing audio. this for this. I'm doing this for the science. I needed to prove it to you. Um, but but Aaron, uh, you've got you've got uh, a, a tight grip on Master Dominus uh, every peg and every hole. So like, what? How? Mm-hmm. How's the fit? How's the finish? Uh, and what's the safe word? Um, I like the matte black paint on him. That is a mm-hmm. a thing that I feel is very different from most Transformers. Uh, however, the like upper arm pieces for his dinosaur mode that are just kind of like pistol things. The five millimeter hole feels like it's 5.1 or 5.2 and the five millimeter peg on the other Eh. side feels like it's 4.9 or 4.8. So like it'll, it'll go together. It just doesn't have a good like solid connection feel. Ech, that's a shame. Yeah. Um, but becoming a mammoth is something that is like pretty cool for this, you know, the, those pieces are in there in order to make him taller because this was originally a triceratops. Yeah. Or something of that sort that was a lot lower to the ground. Yeah. Similar animal. I can't remember. I I don't know my dinosaurs so well. Yeah. So, I mean, there's plenty of little remold bits all the way around it, you know, even aside from the head being entirely different and then you can pull off the like i guess it would be like his the his, his the, the the front palette of his face with his tusks tucked um connected into it in order to make some sort of like stabby stabity weapon thing so those aspects are interesting but he also just his hips on the hips on mine feel like that rivet needed to be riveted harder or something 
Um, those leg extender pieces just feel kind of loose. Everything just feels a little worn on them. Um, and I don't yeah. know if that's different manufacturing location from the previous releases. Cause I know that that's been a thing that Hasbro has been going through for a little bit, or if it is, this mold has just gotten worn out from reuses or, or what the overall deal is. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've, they've used an- it a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and where it, it feels like, you know, like I was just saying, where it feels like this one kind of falls down is that you've got some, you've got Leadfoot in here that has a very particular and striking color scheme that is a very interesting, you know, bright yellow, very good metallic blue and black. And then Master Dominus does, like, it has a different. Black, like a like a a less glossy black in comparison to the blacks, and that's the color they share. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ah, oh, it was done so well with the first one, and this one's just kind of like, eh. Afterwards, where you know we have no pre-existing Master Dominus. What's to say that he's not a a metallic blue and bright yellow yeah, ma- w- mammoth skeleton? Yeah, there's a, I mean, there's a slipshod nature to this whole record set that I both like, but then also get a little annoyed by in the case of the fossilizers, where, like, Master Dominus is, is the Mighty Morphin Mastodon in a lot of ways, <laughs> as far as the color scheme, mm-hmm. which is neat. It's just, uh, I don't, I don't get why he's the only one. And then Spindle and Impactor are color matched, which is also neat, but then it means that I look at, I look at one, and of the two, they're very different, but, One's an apple, one's an orange, and if I like oranges a lot more, then I start looking at Leadfoot and Master Dominus kind of going, like, why, why, why aren't you guys cool like this? Why aren't, where's the team play? Yeah. Uh, but, which also could have been solved to a degree by having literally any fiction to go with this, as I often harp about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because, like, these two packs it would be really neat if there was a fiction of, like, hey, you know, the reason why, you know... Uh, Impactor and Spindle are matching color schemes is because Impactor did something and now he just puppets Spindle and so he wanted a matching color scheme and there's a reason why Leadfoot and Master Dominus don't match up. Huh. Yeah. Th- even if, even if it was just like a prose, not, you know, it doesn't even need to be a comic, just like four yeah. paragraphs of something that's written in there. And I know they'll say, oh, but then we have to put it in three languages. Yeah. That's rough. Put it. They did put, it. They scan did it, with it already. The QR, scan it with the QR code and away you go or however you want to do it. So it's not like it's something you got to get on the box or in the box. And ah! now, that, now that has been explained to me that the translation process is not cheap in the first place. And now you're talking about doing it to like a whole run of figures and in all these different languages that you see in the like the legal section yeah, of the yeah, box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, make Amazon pay for it. I've heard they have money. <laughs> well, also, they did the pros stuff on the Amazon product pages for the Golden Disc Collection. And I know that, like, me included, we all kind of had a laugh at yeah. some of that fiction. But also, that's a precedent that was established. Y'all did it. Like, you can do it, do it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not saying it has to be anything huge. Just, like, one paragraph and then run it through Google Translate. That'll be close enough. I mean, the thing I'm not is... Saying, I'm not saying you have to have packaging and... and and language on the instructions of how to transform it and everything. Just just some tiny 
dab of Elmer school glue to hold it the 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 reason for this thing together. Well, there's there's plenty of inherent why, storytelling. Why Diaclone Twin Twist? Yeah, there, there's why, um. there's a lot of inherent storytelling, especially from the Fossilizer two packs that like I can come up with without any effort, which is Spindle and Impactor mm-hmm. get along, and our, and Spindle loves Impactor. Uh, Master Dominus and Leadfoot maybe don't get along that well, and they're, those are the two Fossilizers who dropped into the Legacy Multiverse Planets version of the Wreckers, and there's inherent uh, storytelling right there. There's four characters, two different relationships, and how do they intermingle? And then you have a version of Prime Bulkhead who's different from the other Prime Bulkhead that already landed on the Legacy Planet. Uh, you got a Diaclone version of Twin Twist, and then you have just a Springer, who maybe is the one that's holding them all together, because this is maybe, like, the really kooky Wildman version of Impactor, who has, like, a, a super bad death wish or something. And, like, they, I didn't, I just dreamt up at le- about at least 30% of that just now. The rest of it just I've been thinking about idly when they were right. doing the reveals. And, and I don't mind, I'll say this, I don't mind doing that, but, like... I, I know that there are folks who, do, who who would rather have something a little bit more canon, and that like that's a personality thing uh, that is completely valid. And and hey, I would love it too because at the end of the day, when when I'm really into something, and people say, "Oh, where'd you read that?" I'm like, "I made it up." Then it like it will lose some folks in, in a conversation that might have been otherwise a lot more pleasant because they'll be like, "Oh, it's head canon." I'm like, "Yeah, what else are you gonna do?" <laughs> it's not that great though. That's when the only the canon we got. Yeah, like legacy. There's so much interesting stuff for a potential legacy media that I just I don't think will happen. And I wish we at least got mm. some blurbs that that were a little bit more uh, uh, a little bit more cocksure and a little bit more freewheeling of what they were doing. Of like, mm-hmm. just just imply that some of the ridiculous stuff happened because you're doing the battle world scenario here. So have fun with it. Like like uh, Motormaster is another one where there was a way to have packaging blurb to explain why he functions as a solo commander toy it took me five minutes to think of it while messing with him we'll get there eventually in this podcast but like okay it, it took me minutes for this concept to come together in my head and like i don't think i'm a creative genius with this stuff like it's it's easy um when you've designed his trailer to work that way and i'm like man you if you had a, a pro store even like a a, a five-panel comic four times. It could have been just a neat little thing that could have probably hooked at least, you know, not that many, but a couple more people into the into the concept. But that's that's getting aside mm-hmm. for this legacy stuff. Uh, how are how are the other wreckers? Uh, and it, it, like, are the fossilizers kind of the low point as far as hand feel? Because I've heard decent things about the non-fossilizers. The fossilizers are are the low point. Um, Twin yeah. Twist is very good. He's uh, the headmaster. Hold on. Yeah. I'll grab him again. Um, he, th- man, the diaclone colors. The those original colors. Because this wasn't a diaclone toy. This was. Uh, yeah. Um, pfft, yeah. That other. That other. Other. Other line. Um, but you know those mm-hmm. original colors. I almost feel like pop more than the white and blue or the cream and blue. Um, yeah, I can see that. And yeah, I I had I had forgotten the the Titan Return. All of our guns have to combine side by side so that then a a, a Titan Master can ride in the gun uh, aspect of it all. And I got a solid chuckle out of it. Uh, 
but I'd say he's he's the most I'd say he's the most samey of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Well, Springer is the same I think his head is different. I can't I couldn't tell you. And I think he's a straight I mess. Yeah, I was, I was going to say it's been a while since I've messed with Springer because I almost broke this one forgetting a step in his transformation. Um, yes, that's the the picture that I ended up sharing and ranting for a little bit, where his uh, the the swivel bit that's on his arms locked up underneath the like double wishbone piece that has to move to put his car hood up underneath the car windshield or or helicopter canopy part. And it was so solid in its connection that I did not believe that it could move and that something else had to move. So I basically disassembled him as far as I could so that I could have only the relevant pieces in play before getting in there with a couple of spudgers to try and get at something at the right angle. And then that piece with some effort clicked out of the way and then it moved how I'd been trying to make it move for about a half hour. And it was one of those things where I was getting very frustrated with it because it was like, uh, I'm trying to think of a, of, of a similar situation, but that like borderline, like panic anxiety of mm. like, if you ever, you ever have like a little bit of claustrophobia, like, like you're, you're squeezing through something, and you know you you know you got in there, so you know it's got to be able to come out. But you've got that like heart racing of like, well, maybe it won't. Maybe something's wrong. Maybe oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. It's a little tiny bit of that. Just like why won't this come? Why won't this move? I put it here in the first place forty five minutes ago, and I've been levering at it with two plastic shims for ten minutes. What the? F-? And then it finally moved. I was like, oh. Okay, well, I was fighting the toy the whole time. That's cool. So, that's probably mostly a me thing, but it was also that, like, all of those pieces against each other are painted, and so now mine, even using plastic spudgers, there was no, like, I wasn't pulling out screwdrivers or files or anything. He has a lot of marring on his chest now from just where the the parts overlap and maybe maybe the hey here are the ports to put the damage things on aren't a great thing to have tuck up underneath another piece uh in order to have stuff that catches a bunch yeah so I, I i had heard i was just remembering uh while i was looking at that that photo of him slightly disassembled i had heard he actually felt better to some folks than siege springer did um like something something about the the uh, run this time was was better for some folks. I could I could believe it. I feel like he went through everything um a lot sturdier, better like the the motions when things clicked in, which is probably part of it. Like when things clicked in, they clicked in. And that may just have been that was never an issue on my Siege Springer before because that arm piece never like clicked into place it sat there and since everything else kind of folded up around it it held it in place well this one like clicked itself into place now it's not going to go anywhere until you click it out of place hmm. so i could i could definitely see that like the improving of it 
Like it wasn't an issue before because it never worked. So it was feature not bug or bug not feature, you know? And then finally, uh, Bulkhead, his biggest difference is that he comes with what's really like a wrecker's hammer. And the instructions actually have you put some of those parts underneath his like roof tarp cover thing a little bit differently. So that instead of his gun and uh, um, wrecking, like wrecking ball fist thing underneath there, you put the hammer in place and then you peg the gun on top of it. So it looks like that Gatling gun pointing out the back of the truck. Oh, that's cool. And that was such a, like such a minor detail difference. And it's like, oh, well, that's a lot neater than, oh, I just store this in here. It's more like, and I'm going to do business with it right now. Uh, little change. So any other questions about the Amazon guys? I think I ran through all of them. That's a, that's about it. Like it, it's like, you know, bulkhead is the first redeco of a new toy. So this, I, I wasn't expecting him to feel much different. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's good to, I think there's been wide confirmation on the fossilizers feeling a little bit jank uh, on a tactile level, so it's good to get more confirmation on that, just mostly for the sake of folks who are getting them and wondering, like, oh no, is mine messed up? It's like, no, don't worry, that's normal. Uh, I might go, I might collect this collection over time, because the two-packs were the main thing I wanted with the fossilizers. Yeah. And the rest of it, it I, is, de- it is definitely a neat collection. Uh, if you can get it for, for, for retail prices, it's probably pretty good. I'm, I'm holding out for the Voyagers to get marked down, uh, as time goes on. Cause I noticed that was sort of the pattern with some of the other, um, capsules, uh, like orange Tigatron's mm-hmm. been kind of just chilling out on, on Amazon Canada for a long time and intermittently goes, like, 25% down, and I haven't picked it up yet because I, I just don't connect with yeah, it that I, much. Yeah, I but. think versus the golden disc ones, these will probably have a longer um, lifespan on Amazon because, yeah. what was it, like, Ter- Pterosaur was originally, well, it's still, there's still no non-exclusive way to get that mold because yeah. there's the target release that's in the toy colors. So yeah. and it's I've still given, the only way that you're getting the... that mold. I've given up on the golden disc version. I think it's it's gone by way of the Earthrise Coneheads at this point. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely something where, like, there's none of those sorts of exclusive. These are just different versions of stuff that have been out and a couple of retooled fossilizer things that some people really, yeah. really like the fossilizers, but a whole lot more people, I think, were just all right with them. Yeah, and uh, and it's it's like what the Velocitron said, where you, when you pull when you set aside override and Cosmos, which is a funny thing to say, I know, but like the rest of that Velocitron capsule, I'd also like to collect that whole thing, and I think that outside of those two, uh, it's probably not going to be that hard to do over time, uh, and it, it has a good look. Like these capsules they put together, I think do make for really cool displays once you see all of them together. Like some folks have gotten the whole Velocitron capsule already, and I saw a photo or two. And I was like, that does look sick. Like, it looks like a good BotCon set. You know, plus the part of having brand new, entirely brand new toys involved, uh, in some cases. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, BotCon of old, I should say. Uh, old, old official Transformers BotCon. Um, but, uh, okay, well, well TJ, uh, popping over to you, I mean, you've got some things to choose from. I, I will say, 
I was staring at Creatures Collide and Worlds Collide because I don't have access to any of that stuff up here, and I keep forgetting which is which, and they keep just coming out with these <laughs> Collide 4-packs, and I'm like, I don't remember who comes with who anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, way I, the way I remembered it was that the Creatures Collide is literally all creatures. Like, that's the box where everyone is a bug. Right, because gold bug's a bug. And Worlds yeah. Collide is uh, the one that makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's Fangry. It's Nemesis Primal. It's you know, toy accurate Black Arachnia. You know, other than Goldbug, Creatures Collide describes Worlds Collide as well, now that I'm thinking about it. Well, no, okay, because, yeah, it's bu- it should have been Bugs Collide. Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, I don't. I don't mean to pressure you to to go right into those ones. Talk about whichever you like. It's just a, I was staring at your list for a good minute. Like which what? Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, Aaron got to talk about a whole bunch of like retools and repaints. I feel. I feel like that's yeah. Fair. Go for it. Let's collide the collides. Uh, how's your? I heard Fangry's the one I, to ask about in those about whether or not yours can stand. Um, define stand. Well. I like to uh, define stand as remains upright as a biped under one's own power, uh, without a support structure. Define support structure. I like to think of a support structure as being we, like a, an additional armature, we, maybe propped we, up against the back of we, the character. We can, just, we can just keep going with this for <laughs> infinity. Mine can stand up if he is leaned forward a little bit. And like, I've by, heard by like a... lean forward, I mean that like, that like that thing where like the knees are slightly bent the wrong way, but he's still kind of upright, like that kind of bend forward. Yeah, yeah, I've I've heard that 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 toy was like the attract toy of the box set, and then turned out to also be the disaster toy of the box set. Uh... Oh, oh yeah, like that was the one to get, you know, but. <laughs> Yeah, like, I remember that this mold is on, like, its fourth use so far. After a long break, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, uh, poor guy. I mean, if you, can tighten up the, if you can tighten up the knees, he's fine. Like, everything else came out fine. Yeah. I still would like to pick up that set. I, I don't... I know those sets, ex- at least one of them, Worlds, existed in Canada. I just lost track of it, because that, that whole thing I always yell about with our, our version of Toys R Us has gone kooky, and it has Buzzworthy, so I I don't know what to do about that stuff. But yeah, uh, what, what, I, what, what I love about Fangry is the way he works. You're folding away, you're like, you fold down uh, those, like, uh, like, werewolf hands, so you can fold out slightly blockier hands in the same spot. It's for when you want to. It's for when you want to punch and when you want to work a piano. That's what I would think of it as. But no, he's. I mean, he's fine. Like I still like this mold, you know. And like I said, everything else comes up fine. Like all the other joints work. It's just you know, the knees are a little bit important. So yeah, I would. I really appreciate the knees being very tight. Uh, I just, I remember I'd seen some videos when that thing was first popping up. I like last year was it first popping? I can't remember now. But like the the flop in a lot of the the quick video clips on Twitter, and I was like, oh no, 
because that that is the import one of one of the really important joints. Because like I have a toy I'm going to talk about who has a pretty loose shoulder, but I can still do plenty with the figure, even though one of his shoulders is is super super ragdolled. Because you know the rest of his body can stay upright, and I can turn him a little bit and cover for it. When when the knees don't work, it's just like thump. Uh. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. Fangry, you know what, Fangry? You exist, and that's more than you can say for some of your, your little buddies. So, <laughs> keep it up. This is true. You win, you, you win by default. Yes. Uh, okay, so then there was there was Toy Colors Black Arachnia. Right. And this is before they started also just packing the other head in, right? Correct. That was the creature pack. Yeah, okay, okay. Um... So does she still feel fine? Because uh, like the colors are wild. I think that looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, the color the colors are insane. Like as soon as you get to like leopard print on a transformer, it's interesting. I everything on hers fine. Like that's like that's only the second use of that mold, so that's not like a big. That wasn't like a big concern on you know for me. Um, like the, the thing about that mold was always like, do I swap? The spider legs. So my mm. kingdom black arachnia can have show accurate gold legs. I I haven't messed with her in a hot minute because I know there were. I don't know now if I'm mixing her up with someone else. Like, is it a simple pop and swap for her or was it more complicated? Uh, yeah, it's all it's all mushroom peg. OK, OK. Yeah, so, yeah, it's pop things out, pop things in like it's easy. OK, I haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah, yeah. I um, all of my copies. I have two copies of Black Arachnia. I got I got a Black Arachnia with two left feet, uh, who just lives who lives near some board game boxes now because I don't know what to do about her. Um, but uh, both my Black Arachnias are not near me right now, so I couldn't check. Uh, and I, I know that that Nemesis Primal uh, was making a lot of rounds because it turns out that that color scheme was sick. Even though, like, I'm I mean, I'm still part of team should have been white fur for the the full swap but uh the the way it turned out still was pretty cool um he's a voyager too i keep forgetting there's a voyager in that pack (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) first box was a little bit more generous than the second box yeah i mean depending on what you're after i guess but no 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 it's it's weird like in person yeah he looks really cool like because it's the nemesis colors with some purple thrown in. Like it looks good. Like there's no real argument to that. It's, but you know, I do kind of fall into that same category of this could have been a lot better. Like, like, yeah, just the fact that it's still just like a black gorilla. Like when you, when you had, you had, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even like, I wouldn't have even minded like Brown, like the, like the Cybertron version of, of primal they had. Mm. Like just something a little bit different. Like the the one thing I'll give it again, going into my whole thing of like inherent storytelling is by by looking very close to Optimus Primal in in gorilla mode, like that creates the idea. Oh, what if this version of Nemesis Prime is like the one who sneaks in the base in beast mode and just acts like Optimus and then messes around because he looks almost the same. And it's not until he's a robot that he reveals he's Nemesis and like that could be kind of cool. There's nothing to back this up. It's just like that's yeah. Again. What, I, what I like what I liked was that someone figured out that the the beast mode basically looks like the old candy toy primal they did in Japan. 
Oh, cool, cool. Because for whatever reason, they use purple on that one. Uh, that's cool. And uh, that, I mean, that's something where I could also very much see. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, I, I could very much see that as having been the intent. Um, like you know, there's some there's some crazy deco pulls going on with the current design team. So like, oh, yeah, that could have been a thing. Um, I forgot which Bumblebee came with that set. Was that Hubcap? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's uh, the one I call Bumble Jumper because it's literally just a yellow cliff jumper with Bumblebee's head. Oh, right, right. Yeah, Hubcap was Select. Um, this was, mm-hmm. yeah, Bumble Jumper. Yeah, this was... What, why wasn't this Hubcap? What a weird box set. I'm just looking at a group photo again. I making... know! I know! Because it doesn't even say worlds collide to me, like, somehow, despite being a hodgepodge. It just looks like... It looks like we wanted to do it for selects, but we ran out of space. It looks like two two-packs. Like, it's... it's uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's two worlds collide. G1 and Beast Wars colliding, I guess, in a box set. Yeah, wow. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> Fangry is like the... Yeah, Fangry just looks so out of place in this thing. He's like, uh... They told me I was getting a, a Neo Classics. What's going on? Uh, well, uh, the the other Collide box set, uh, I don't know if that's in Canada at all. But that thing was was neat because, like we mentioned, like the the spare heads in that. Like, are those heads? I haven't checked on any of mine because I, I didn't think to until just now. But like, are some of those heads even like remotely meant to be swappable, or does it feel like you're really really pushing it? popping some of those heads off, because I can't remember how ball okay. they all are. Some of them work. Um, I, I haven't tried Ransack yet, but I, I did try, I did try out, uh, I did try out Skywasp and Scorponok. Skywasp is pretty easy, because it's, the ball stem is on the head, so it's just pull one off, put one on. Okay. And that's, that's the same way that Ransack works, too, so I have to assume... That works. The only reason I haven't done that is because it just looks like Kickback's head. Yeah, at, I, <laughs> at that point, at that point, it just looks like he murdered Kickback. I I assume that was just we're we're doing this for all of them. So here, <laughs> right? Uh, Scorpionox, the one that does not work. Uh, aside from the ball socket just being really tight. Uh, it means you have to push against the ball stem in order to get it on, and it really does want to flex and not not give way. So unless you got someone to like push it into the ball joint while you're pushing for, because it's it the instructions say pull it off from the top and put it on. If you do that, you're going to stress mark the ball socket. It's like yeah. it's meant to be. It's meant to it's meant to slide in from the front, but it's so hard to get the other head on. Yeah, because when I saw how they were packaged and everything, I was like, this is a neat idea, but, like, Transformers are usually not built for head swaps that well. Like, it's kind of they, the happenstance when a head swap is doable on, on a mainline Transformer. And, like, yeah, the, like the Scorponok one is... Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm waiting for the, one of these to happen where they just, they're just they on autopilot, just like, I'll just throw in the extra heads, and then it's like, one of these heads needs, like, a pin popped to go on. <laughs> Because it's on, like, a <laughs> neck joint. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, have fun. 
Just put in the instructions like an automatic center punch. It's like, yeah, buy one of these off Amazon. Here's a QR code link. Just buy one of these. Be careful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they got some sponsorship deal. It's like, well, they, they you know they they funded like one of these figures if we put in this coupon for their whole for their uh, center punch. Yeah, they 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 got some customizers in house who were like, oh, this one this one's actually pretty easy to center punch the rivet at. So yeah, make it this one because then. Then they'll think that they can do it to anything, and then they'll run into something like, uh, is a bit of a pull. Star Wars Transformers Anakin Skywalker with the rivets that don't come out. Um, that was the whole thing for me, trying to modify that toy over a decade ago. Um, but yeah, on these, I mean, th- these are molds that have been kicking around for, like, more, I guess more recently they arrived. So I'm assuming that the, the hand feel on these is not, like, too degraded. Because it's it's kingdom toys and legacy toys and etc. What's shocking to me is that yeah, like all these hold together pretty well because you know they've not really seen that much usage. I think Scorponok and Waspinator on are use number three. Um, it's like immediately forgot who else was in this box. Oh yeah, yeah, kickbacks. This is only the first remold for kickback. Not a big deal. Here's what shocks me: Goldbug is fine. Yeah, that that, what that, that, that mold's indestructible. <laughs> but apparently so. Apparently so. I, I like. I realize. I remember when I first got Cliff Drummer, like I'm not too big on this mold. You know, I don't like the part forming back, and it's, they say it's a shield, but it doesn't really work as a shield. I hate. I don't know about this. I don't know about this. I own that mold seven times now. I'm. I don't know how. I still only own it twice. Just the two select ones. Uh, hubcap and, and then bug because it's literally like okay okay oh okay. Well, i got cliff jumper that's fine oh they came out with a netflix gold bug oh or, or a bumblebee okay yeah i actually managed to get a hold of that uh okay uh bug bites on sale like kind of like the color scheme of bug bite okay we'll get him oh the shattered glass is on deep discount oh yeah i'm ordering from that crazy pulse sale anyway let's grab oh, him yeah and then and then they did the buzzworthy cliff jumper that did all the paint improvements that I wanted. Now I've got this gold one on hand, and I, I mean, I'm not one to to boast because I mean, I'm still waiting to catch pipes from Kingdom on sale so I can have all four pipes huffers because I like that mold a lot. Uh, is yeah, like the the this this um the the bumble jumper mold it just seems to I've never heard of one going badly that I can recall. So it. it it seems no, to be indestructible. A, I mean, it's it it's their it's their boy. It's their bread and butter. It's their golden child. Like in one of these packs, yeah. literally. I would imagine they're doing <laughs> everything they can to make sure that mold survives. And, and like, I mean, the color work on the Goldbug version like looks dead ass Throttlebot solid as well. Like I was I was kind of impressed with how the the whole package on him turned out from the head to the color shade to like. They got the VW mold into somewhere else, you know? It's not, not necessarily the one you're looking mm-hmm. for, but I, I think he actually wears it better um, between him and the Netflix one. Uh, like, just oh, visually. Yeah, because it, it, definitely, it definitely has more of a throttle bot style, like, proportion to it. Yeah. Like, it, it, like that... it just fits him better. And, like, they, they, to their credit, they, like, everything that becomes a piece of the vehicle is painted gold so it looks really nice that's part of the reason i'd like to track down creatures collide is because the the only piece of molding i think i'm missing major molding is uh 
the the VW version of the alt mode because I've got cliff I've got the hubcap head and I've got a bumblebee head. I don't have a cliff jumper yet, but I'm, I'm the heads I'm trying not to get hung up on. But like I I would like to get a VW alt mode version sometime. So I'm, I'm hoping I can track down this thing without it being a saga to track down. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, the, those 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 buzzworthy multi packs are great. It's just it's like they came out three years too late for me to be excited to try to track them down. <laughs> uh, the situation in Canada has not been very fun for these, but I'm glad you're able to get a hold of them. Um, I'll, like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of skimming over some of these guys, because like you said, it's it's their Kingdom toys in in predictable color schemes. I mean, Skywasp, it's neat that they called him Skywasp. Uh, I'm. Sh- it, it's amazing how clever that name is, considering it is literally one letter off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like, literally change cool. it to it from. Yeah, like even alphabetically, R S. That's yeah. perfect. Because I saw the the Walmart Beast Legacy Trio in person um, a couple weeks ago, and like I, I don't want to pay full price for them because I'm not that that into them uh, conceptually, but they look solid. It's neat that that Waspinator mold is getting like so much different deco love, because uh, I I, I kind of like that mold, even though I only have one version of it. Weird thing to say, I guess. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, anything else about the about the collide boxes? Um, no, not not in particular. Um, uh. I I definitely feel like I feel like worlds collide. And I don't even know if he listens, but shout out to the Chivies on Twitter who hooked me up with that. Nice. Uh, I have no idea. I have no idea uh, if that if that is a desirable pack at this point or if it's all just hype. Because it's such a weird pack. Uh, but honestly, the Creatures Collide set is like pretty solid. Like, like if if you have to, go, I'm thankful that's the easy one to find because I feel like that's the better mm. package. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, worlds collide. I I love the four figures in it. Bumblebee less so, I guess, because he's just funny for being Bubble Jumper. But like, the beasts are great. Fangry, I like what they did for Fangry outside of the part where bits of them, you know, are are flippity flop. So I think it's it's a cool set. It's just yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how easily that that is to track. I haven't looked in a little bit. Like maybe it came around again in Canada. I should I should go googling. But um, I can get to a, a a little retail exclusive that I got because like I don't know when anything ships anymore. So I got an email that was like, "Hey, <laughs> hey your pre order shipped." I'm like, "Huh?" <laughs> so I, t- I was like, okay. I looked and it was the uh, the Legacy Selects uh, Cyclonus Target Master with the toy colors and the sticker sheet. Um, so, uh, what I will say is I applied the stickers. Uh, I think they're okay. Um, they, I was worried about the thigh ones, but as far as I can tell, they placed them just right so they don't rub against anything when you transform them, because if they did, they would fall apart in an instant. But, uh, I don't believe they do. Maybe they will after a couple more transformations. Um, the dark purple is, I think, really sick looking. Uh, the, st- the stickers are cool. Like, they're very toyetic. They, uh, they look good. There's two extra Decepticon symbols that they imply to you, like, hey, you can use these in place of the shoulder rectangles, but upside down for his alt mode if you want. And I'm like, why would I ever do this? And why would I ever not use the, the shoulder rectangles? Those are literally the toy detail that's the whole reason why I picked this thing up. 
so you get two extra Decepticon stickers. Also, he has a Tampagraphed Decepticon logo on his chest that is so weakly Tampagraphed, and it's like such a close hue to his, his purple, you can barely tell it's there. And then they give you a whole Decepticon sticker to put in front of it. And I was like, I think this Tampo is on here as a guideline for the sticker. There's no way this is on here because you're actually going to want to use this as the symbol. Uh, so that's kind of weird. Uh, he also has that cool thing. Uh, General Techno pointed this out, and I tested it, and it's true. He's got the thing where he has red painted eyes, but it's red painted over an orange light pipe block. So he still light pipes, even though his eyes are always red anyway. They just get brighter when you get light behind him, which is kind of cool. Uh, Nightstick looks like Nightstick. I can't tell if there's much different about him and the the you know the the bunch of siblings he has from Siege. Um, you get two different effect parts for this one, which is kind of neat. The instructions imply you can put both of them on the gun on two different barrels, but one of those barrels, I think you're just stretching it over the barrel. Uh, and, you know, once again, PSA, don't leave effect parts on Transformers because the plasticizer will leach over the course of, you know, a couple years. Um, so you, you don't want to fall into that trap. Um, his right shoulder is ragdoll floppy. Uh, which is a bummer when you try to get him to hold both of his guns. Uh, it holds some positions, but it is dead-ass loose. I actually pulled it open, because when you transform him, you can see the big rivet, and I, I the big rivet even looked like it was wobbly in there. So I busted out my automatic center punch, and I gave it a few punches trying to push the rivet in harder, and it kind of felt like it had a small effect, but not a huge effect. And uh, one other person... I saw talk about that shoulder being loose, so that might just be a thing on this Cyclonus. He pairs beautifully with the Selects Galvatron in toy colors, and I really hope they do a Selects Scourge Target Master with toy stickers as well to finish that trio, because I, I like those toys a lot, and I think that these stickers are some of the nicer ones I've seen out of the Hasbro side of sticker making. Um, although, you, you know, if Repper Labels does a thing for them, you probably would want to default to that anyway. But I, I like putting the stock ones on at least once. But, uh, no, I mean, I love that Cyclonus mold, so I, I was fine wanting to pick up another version in, in different colors. Uh, it's, it's a shame about his shoulder, but otherwise he works and the stickers are really cool. Um, so hopefully we see a Scourge to finish off, uh, that set. Um, were, were either of you interested in that Target Master Cyclonus? Cause I remember his news kind of just came and went really fast and got drowned before it, it really got to surface that much. I think he's interesting, um, but not I'm like not giddy over him. Is he Pulse over there, or is he GameStop over there? Do you know? Pulse. Okay. He's on, I mean, it's on Pulse. I when you like listed it out, I had to be like that seems vaguely familiar, and then dropped it in <laughs> Google, and then Google pointed me at Pulse. So okay. I mean, the, the GameStop discount also helped because he's a Voyager, so it was it was a decent discount. You know, it's ten percent off, um, which which helps on a Voyager. That that also enticed me. Um, but yeah, uh, that is one of my things I got this week. So, Aaron, let's let's cycle let's cycle back over to you. Uh, what's another thing that you got? What's another acquisition of yours you'd like to talk about? What is a Transformer? G-Axis. Right, he just also is apparently out now too. Yeah, well, he'd been out for a bit. I mean, I, like I said before, I'd seen a couple of them at uh, TFCon up in in Toronto. So it's it's he's oh, been around for a bit. And mine was yes, I did. I handled one of them. Um, huh. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, man, he, he's definitely a thing that's 
that's G two ass G two comics. Uh, he sure is. Yeah, I I I wish that he had a wash because his white is that 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 white that like you can see some of the details in there, but I think that something like a paint wash would just make it explode. Thankfully, the silver on the just like wire piping details on his shins kind of does a good job of bringing out the detail and contrast in that. Um, but on his big open white panels, I think that would have been a big improvement. Um, I'll give, I'll give it a shot. Maybe. Wise, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely something that if I had, if I had some, some, um, what, what's the, what's the, the, the common, um, games workshop one, null oil or oh. whatever. Uh, Null uh, oil might be a bit mush. For... Uh, I, I was actually, I would say, okay. to, in case anyone out there has it and is willing to test it, I because his plastic looks so white, uh, contrast apothecary white might actually have an effect. Uh, that's a very, it's a that's a very light mm. gray shading contrast paint that is potentially. Yeah. It's it's mostly meant for stuff like stormtrooper armor, and I think it might actually do a nice subtle uh, shade on G axis. But I, I'd, I'd mm-hmm. like someone to test if they can. Uh, if but I, I don't know when I'll see him, basically. <laughs> yeah, that the only like loose thing on him, oddly, is his head. Like it stays on, but it's very like bobbly. His nose is his nose um, is too big. They didn't resize his nose for G one. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's what it is. It it actually feels like potentially either the the ball joint or the socket that it's in is just like elliptically cut because. Facing forward, it's plenty firm, but if I rotate his head 90 degrees, it's a bobblehead. So there's oh, definitely some yeah. elliptical shape in there. Um, but no, it's it's. I wish that his targeting thing by his head was a little bit better. It's neat that it says that there's this like asymmetry to it. However, when you transform him. That piece just kind of sits diagonally across the the area where it sits. It doesn't like fold up against the side. So just about every time I transform him, I sit there and I fiddle with that bit, and I'm like, "Oh no, wait a second! That's not supposed to like you've got to do a a. It, it's one where it's, I think it's instructions show you like opening his his chest up, pulling pulling it up like 30 degrees so that you can pop out the nose of the jet and then fold that piece in and then fold it all the way up. And it can't sit like straight across because his head needs some of that space. So it's, or some portions of that. So it's like, it sits in there at an odd angle and that just doesn't feel, that doesn't feel aesthetically good for me. Um, but I understand like physics mm. is a thing that exists in this world. So you can't, everything like that but um that's just a couple of like little quirks with the mold that uh that are just they're just quirk levels they're not bad so but everything like that's the nose cone going in place and back out so he's a he's a fun mold it's definitely something that i am still surprised that i have a a hasbro jaxis toy in hand yeah, I mean it, it's weird because green wings and boot wings are just 
are are that like proper level of but why are you doing this like no it's it's cool that you've done it but why why did you do it Cause i feel i feel the same way but like i gotta also remind myself like cause we mentioned this recently we're on the the second fully original head sculpt attempt at floro dairy orion packs as well in a in a normal transformers line like this yeah the the there are still ceilings, but boy, those ceilings are just, like, randomly placed now. Like, you, you can't really predict the mm-hmm. ceilings anymore. I mean, speaking of ceilings, yeah. I was on Twitter talking about how, hey, that canon collaboration Optimus. Well, that's Optimus because, you know, a lot of collaborating companies are cowards. And then especially when it's not whatever the North American team has been doing, they, they're just going to default to, like, you know, Optimus. And maybe someday Megatron, maybe someday Soundwave and Bumblebee. While we've been recording, apparently they've shown a uh, canon refractor. Who is the one where it's like, yeah, they're not going to do a refractor. They're going to go evergreen, big name characters. So mm-hmm. like, ceilings don't exist, or maybe they, maybe we manifest yeah. them disappearing out of like a sense of contrarian nature, which I'm I'm fine doing. I'll, I'll declare some the more toys will never have. One right fan was at canon to say like, <laughs> talk to the boss is like, no, Optimus Prime, Optimus Prime, talk to Hasbro like, reflector, can we do reflector? Come on, man. You know it, I know it. Let's do it. I want to the imagine... The big wig signed off on Optimus, and then they were like, well, you know, it'd be really easy to just do this, to do this, <laughs> and we get remold, and we get double duty out of it. It's like, I'm saving you money. I want I want to imagine that me and, so, and two other people tweeting about, it, like, this is why they're never doing Refractor, like, led to some weird spite project where the photos we're seeing, like, were taken <laughs> an hour and a half ago. Like... <laughs> <laughs> we'll show you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's photoshopped. I'm, uh, it doesn't really exist. I was staring at that refractor promo image for a bit because I was like, "Wait, is this real? Or is this just a good Photoshop?" Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm more or less love that we live in a world where refractor is an Optimus Prime retool. Yeah, yeah, I didn't consider that. <laughs> Something weird about that. He has big ass shoulders. Is the thing I saw, uh, but no, I'm uh, I'm I'm hoping that that wave two stuff. Um, I'm hoping that wave two stuff starts coming out. I'm hoping it comes out sort of on schedule to when I am ex- when I was expecting it to come out based on my pre-orders that I did. But uh, I am looking forward to messing with it. <laughs> uh, like I, I would say, like oh, I hope it comes out sooner than later. But I've kind of stopped doing that now that like I'm on like the fifteenth time. That a toy has come out like four to eight months early, and I was like, "Well, I actually really thought I wasn't going to be paying for this until uh, next season." But we'll make this work, I guess. Uh, anyway, I, before I continue rambling about that, uh, TJ, let's let's pop over to you uh, onto your list now. Um, what would you like to? T- I, there's two things here I'm curious about. So, because uh, well, there's also a thing that I think all three of us have. So I'm just gonna I want to take that one. Because it's easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we can go with the one Velocitron figure I have, which is Blur. Yeah, I want that one, and I'm curious how he feels. Because, like, I- I'm going to probably pick him up anyway. But, like, uh, is he feeling all right? Does he does he feel good compared to the Studio Series one? I mean, compared to the Studio Series, yeah, he feels fine. Um, I, w- I would say, like, the one issue I have with him is that. Uh, when you fold those big car fronts into the back of his forearms, there's a clip that's supposed to uh, obviously like clip into his forearms and stay in place. 
that does not stay in place. Like, something about the tooling has, I don't know, kind of, like, muddled with the positioning of things. And it doesn't quite Eh. hit it the way it's supposed to. I mean, I I felt that way about the Series 86 blur. So, at least mine. So, I might be prepared for this already. (laughs) Uh... But yeah. Um, otherwise, like he, he look. I, I think they did a really cool retooling job on him. So like, does he does he turn out? Or, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing you picked him up because you felt similarly. <laughs> but uh, did he did he match no, up? I to picked him up out of spite. Yeah, you know, I was. I'm glad that they ended that comic book. So I bought this. one. This is my trophy. I bought because the comic universe yeah. is dead. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You know what it was. Aside from just. The vehicle mode was really interesting in design to me. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually pretty rare when I look at a Transformers alt mode and go, "I want it because of that." Yeah, that doesn't happen to me often. But I love this like really like super we- weird futuristic like open wheel racer thing. Uh, but beyond that, yeah, like the like he looks super nice like I still have to dig my 86 blur out of whatever box he ended up in at this point and like sit him side by side uh, but like even without that uh, I way prefer the head sculpt on this one. Oh, okay. me, me too yeah yeah I, I mean aside from just like I, I love a little bit of IDW thrown in for once the face sculpt is actually like yeah just really nicely rendered like it well it's, yeah studio series 86 the head sculpts the face especially just came out funny um and yeah. you know as has even been somewhat acknowledged by the design team on instagram yeah it came out <laughs> kind of funny from from a couple of angles uh <laughs> so that yeah, that was a draw for me too yeah, it's just a nicer looking version of the mold. I like all the shades of blue they got going on here too. Like there's a bigger I feel like there's a bigger contrast in all the different blues. So mm. he he's covering a different gambit of color here. Again, I have to find my blur to figure out exactly like how different. But Yeah, he still feels nice. Like like all the joints are still good. Everything's still nice and snug. Everything uh, hinges pretty well. It's it's really just that weird tabbing thing. And like as we're sitting here, I might have fixed it just by pushing his wrist into their mushroom sockets a little bit more. I mean, that's that's good news if it's that kind of thing. Like that's um that's the the magic fix that I, someone was talking about that on Twitter recently. Like the the weird magic fix that somewhere between there was mold release agent that just dried up and like. The plastic just needed to breathe a bit, and now it works. Like, that kind of thing. I, I'm, I'm always happy when that ends up being an actual solution. Uh, but yeah, he's... I almost ordered him, because he's up on Walmart.ca, along with all the other Velocitron capsule that are not the two that everyone's trying to get. Um, but because they're still up, that actually made me feel less inclined to, like, jump to pre-order. I was like, I can, I can just... I want to buy toys at my leisure. That's like something I've been declaring a lot this year. Is like I, I don't want to jump at pre-orders. I want to go buy a thing when I want it, and if I can't, then whatever. So I'm trying to I'm trying to hold true to that for stuff like Velocitron now. Um, aside from you know the obvious pair, I am trying to put feelers out for those. Uh, 
But uh, yeah, I, I guess we can. Uh, we'll move to the big one that I believe all three of us got. I'm gonna double check Aaron's list. Yeah, it's there. A uh, Legacy Motormaster, uh, who was at one point scheduled to come out in October, didn't. He came out now. Uh, he came out earlier. Um, some of the ones that came out earlier, and I guess some of the ones that came out now, sometimes are kind of funny looking when you pull them out of the box. <laughs> Uh, so, I will say, as far as I can tell, mine did not prematurely yellow. Did I, how about you guys, just on the yellowing front? Mine's totally fine. Yeah, mine's clean. Alright, my apologies to our listeners who may have had ones that were fairly yellowed. You got no camaraderie here, um, but you know, I do feel bad for you. Uh, that whole thing is really weird. There is a thread on TFW that is tracking like box codes trying to figure out if there's any kind of discernible pattern on the front of the box uh, or the, sorry, the, I guess the back of the box that can be figured out. Um, also, I want to quickly shout out the packaging on him. I actually really liked that. I, I pulled the drawer out of the box and there was just a hole that his alt mode and trailer were sitting in that I pulled out. And that was that I actually really liked that. Uh, I like that there's enough room for the other Stunticons to be packed on the top and bottom of his packaging, because I'm like, you know, they could just do this with four toys inside as a gift set, and it probably wouldn't be that much bigger yeah. a box. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they just slid them in there, then for sure it could be, easily be that same box. When I took, like, when I opened up the back, you know, opened up one of the flaps, I just, like, reached my arms entirely in on either side of that, and then, like pooped it out that was that was very odd but i was like no this is the commander box size price point now and you know hearing i think it was on the last um like live show thing that they did about like sometimes we have to do odd things with package dimensions because you know walmarts and targets have certain dimensions for shelf stuff and a shorter package or a narrower package isn't isn't what they want they want something that fills out the shelf so it's like okay well they had the commander size and with with other things in precedent and they had to keep this one because they could have fit this easily in a leader box uh just because of how oh yeah friggin dense his his uh trailer is i mean just also the fact like i pulled him open and then i was like wait where's the sword and i was like looking all through the box and i was Mm -hmm. like it was such a retro experience almost of like, it's just all, it's all packed together. It's, it's all ready for me. They made it ready for me to discover. I don't have to dig all the parts out and put them together and then play pretend like this is the first time I'm looking at the thing. Like, no, it's, it's all, it's all in there. I mean, I'm sure that could lead to, pro- as far as I know, this hasn't happened, but I was like, I sure hope that this didn't lead to also someone opening the trailer and going like, oh, there's still no sword. Uh, but, uh, the, the vehicle mode in this guy, I, uh, I really, I, I want to acknowledge that there are a lot of criticisms of this toy that I don't disagree with, but also just they haven't affected me very much. I really like this, this commander toy as a standalone set, in fact. Uh, but the vehicle mode, I, I'm really digging. Like, I love how threadbare the back of the truck cab is, like a proper truck cab. Uh, I like mm-hmm. how dense it is. I even like the trailer having that big breastplate just up on the front. Like, it feels very G2 in a way. Um, I don't disagree. The trailer is a little stubby looking, like no matter what angle you, you do it from, like it, it looks like a camper. Uh, but I, I don't mind <laughs> myself. 
Uh, I'm trying not to put it in the perspective of third-party Menasaur sets, but also, like, a hallmark of third-party Motormasters is the trailer often being, in fact, too long, is a hallmark of a lot of Menasaurs out there, uh, or Motormasters, I should say, out there. So, mm-hmm. this is sort of the opposite. Um, and, I, yeah, I didn't have any yellowing, I, I didn't have any alignment problems, so mine mine was cool. I, I'm, did you guys have a similar experience? Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed, I think, just about every aspect of him. Um, his, his tower out of the kind of spare parts, I wish that there was a good, like, integration of that. Like, that made a, a part of a backpack to go around everything once he's combined or something, something different along those lines. Um, I have I've seen a few people make kind of ca- kind of use it a little bit better in like a in the city slash base mode display than necessarily just the tower, mm-hmm. but otherwise it's like I don't know it can kind of go in his back as a bucket. Um, I, I have what's, what's your what's your other option? I'll 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 get to it in a little bit. I don't want to I don't want to barrel right into that right away because. Uh, you know, okay. It is obviously a big criticism of the toys. When you get to Menasaur, the gun tower is still chilling out there. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, in fact, I think really funny that in the instructions they show Menasaur manning the gun tower and they elevate the gun by an inch so he can man the gun tower. Yeah. And I'm like, look yeah. at this giant dork just working this gun tower. <laughs> he combined together. <laughs> he grew to be like a, a, a tight, a mammoth, a, a, a combiner, a fusion of, 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 you know, up to five separate entities to just work the gun tower more. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, I, again, yeah. we—it's criminal that we don't have media to go with this. Because can you imagine the the speed lines Gatai scene into Menasaur just getting behind the tower, going like, "All right, now I'm going to shoot you." <laughs> yeah, my gun's upside down. But no, but no, I I feel like Motor Master's Motor Master does really good. I've seen. I've seen people have a little bit of hate on the fact that he's like the the like fake truck parts that are hiding behind the grill in order to make his feet look like his feet. Um, when like except for when you realize that they're trying to make it as G one as possible without like like within a bunch of constraints. And to me, that is very interesting that they like the way that they turn it all into what they have to make it so cartoon accurate versus just, you know, the toy that could get away with being only so close and the cartoon that was only so close to that because pff, who cares? Well, that, that's I, the I part would, though. I would love, I would love to be entertained by who, whoever has a solution for actually making those feet look like accurately, like the actual truck front. Yeah. 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 Cause, yeah, there's, cause, it's cause like, there's no real way to do it. Like, what do you want? Short like, of, <laughs> Yeah, because like, there's a way to do it. That's where the trailer is. That's where you, the G1 toys mass placement is how the toy works. And it's like, if you wanted that, then, hey, I got your back. That would have also been a cool toy. I, I, absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, if if you are if you want to if, if you're down with like, no, no, it's cool that Motormaster is the truck, but also like and I don't want him to have truck shoes. It's like, OK, like, yeah, Combiner Wars did it in a different way that I think actually worked really well. And that was the Devastation model. Like, Combiner Wars Menasaur is Devastation Menasaur in a lot of ways. Uh, I like that one a lot. That also, you know, it exists. It happened. It's it's cool. Like, this one, I just... I, I, I also think, again, inherent storytelling, I just think of him as as its vanity. It's it's just sheer vanity. He's like, no, this is how I 
this is these are my cool shoes. These are my expensive truck shoes. Uh, this is how I reformatted uh, into this into this alt mode. I chose to do this. Um, the the tiny wheels are maybe the silly part that is that is silly to a beyond silliness. But I, yeah, I, I think that part's fine. Like the whole Motor Master has heelys. That's all. Yeah, he, yeah. Just, he just wants to grind some rails, you know, and show off. the The whole transformation process on him is just magnificent. Like he's a super fun toy to mess with uh going from alt mode to robot mode or even robot mode to chest mode like the um, sheer amount mm-hmm. that he transforms yes. uh and then keeps transforming when when the fronts of his robot feet flip around to tab in more and because you're like are you just tabbing in more to show off it's like we are but also this is the shoulder mount system and you're just like oh boy like this is this is a a clinic being run here by people who have been making transformers and people have been engineering transformers for decades, just showing off, just going like, no, I got some solutions. What if he just keeps transforming? Like it's not so much, he doesn't just fold into a box. He transforms into a rectangular box. That is a solid tabbed piece. Uh, mm-hmm. gor- gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I can go on and on, but, um, uh, TJ, you, are you on, on a similar wavelength here? Uh, yeah, yeah. I absolutely am. I I do love just the overall package of men of like Motormaster and whatever I call him because I don't want to call him Menasaur without the other four bots. That feels pow- weird. Powered Motormaster. Just don't don't put the powered. You, you you don't have to deploy the Menasaur head and he still fits in there and it works in my opinion. I'll get a, I'll get a photo out. I took a photo. I was really happy with. Uh, yeah. No. Um, like as a solo package without the other stunicons, I still think it's a really fantastic figure. Uh, it, it gives me such nice like throwback vibes to like Power Master Prime and like some of the Unicron trilogy primes, where like it just feels like he's like a proper independent figure with a really good super mode. Yes. Okay. Is is. His arms are a mm-hmm. little small, and he's got these hollow shins. But, but the fact that it all works without any other stunicons being necessary, and the stunicons are more for show accuracy and bulk. And I can see, like, just with having drag strip, which, by the way, is super cool in person, the way that yes. works. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, but like, even as a solo package, it just works really well and it's a really fun play pattern like i got i got motormaster chunked into this armor and then i was like oh it's like aside from like a aside from like a couple little bits sticking out it's like completely flush to the back of this chest piece like motormaster just almost vanished into menasaur it's actually pretty cool what's what's so cool he's almost vanished but also he's integral, and that's like a key difference between this and uh, like some of the the other attempts at doing cartoon Menasaur. Oh yeah, um, that have oh, yeah. had similar yeah. takes. Yeah, my my fear was that he would just be like those old uh, Micro Master combiners, where like the lead guy just plugged into the center of the chest, and that's all. That's just where he lived, and it didn't accomplish yeah. anything. No, no, the head's built into him. The shoulder connections are built into him. Like he actually is, is a necessary component. I can't, I can't build Menasaur without him. Yeah, and like 
it's such a difficult conversation to have sometimes, and I, you know, in the context of fandom conversations, where like folks who are bummed out that he isn't doing Scramble City are correct if that is if that's like their taste, because like no, he doesn't do Scramble City. He he's the antithesis to Scramble City, and if you don't like that, then like you won't like like I've, I've just said, if you don't like that, you won't like this toy. Like it it won't do anything to win you over, uh, and and um. I, I'm not trying to come at people in that sense, uh, but also I think if it tried to do double duty, uh, it, it would have crumpled under itself. Uh, I think that with combiners, you have to pick. It's Scramble City or it's dedicated limb placement. You can't, in mainline at least, you can't wiggle it. Uh, I don't think there's enough budget mm-hmm. room to wiggle it uh, without fully compromising like how much integration is actually happening with the Scramble guys. Um at which point you're just doing yeah. this anyway, right? And you're, you're losing stuff like the yeah, split just, gimmick. Just the neat part with with drag strip, where the peg that goes in, the, like holds the two things together, just ends up nice and flush and smooth. It it's just meant to be there. That is so much like Chef's kiss on it. That this is the right way to do this one. Yeah. And I share people's fears that they may be doing this for, like, Superion as well, and, and Bruticus, and etc. for the next umpteen years. And I'm like, yeah, that would... I Personally, I wouldn't mind that, because as long as the... If, like, if, as, if the transformations are this involving, then I'm still down with it myself. But I, I get that, like, this could really, you know, bounce off someone knowing that they're going to see tons of combiners that just never scramble co- combine. And it's like, no, I... I get mm-hmm. it. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say you better like this, but like this is executed so well with that decision having been made. Uh because the I'm just doing the torso transformation because I love doing it. Like it's just a thing I do for fun. I don't even combine him. I just turn him into the torso block and back because it's fun to do. Uh but uh, the the thing the thing about him that works so well as a as a dense package is that the base mode is actually pretty good. Like I wish it didn't use five millimeter ports to connect some stuff because the base mode would have been a 10 out of 10 for me if I could pick it up. Uh, and you can't. And that's, it's like, it's fine, you know, end of the day, but it comes close mm-hmm. to being able to just be picked up as a base. And I think that's really cool. Uh, and I, I posted, a, I, I copied a Twitter post I did into the chat, but, um, I think this works as a standalone piece. Again, I made up a detail. Which is that I'm imagining in Legacy, these characters are being just snatched out of their worlds and just landing on this planet, sometimes, you know, on their own. I look at this as a motormaster who is on his own in whatever, you know, setting this takes place in. So he just cobbled together a trailer power suit. You know, he can use it for like 88 seconds before it crumples to pieces around him and he has to retreat. But like... To me, the storytelling is there of how the trailer components work, the way they come together, the way they integrate with him. Uh, it feels like it's a hackneyed power suit he's, he's using while he goes to find the Stunticons wherever they are, basically. Uh, he also, this is adding more layers now, but he also feels to me like a motormaster who's the main villain of whatever universe he's from. Like that he's the Megatron character. Like he just has that feel to him. Uh, which is by design. They they wanted him to be Earthrise Optimus Prime's rival in a lot of ways, uh, on, on a design level. That was stated mm-hmm. as much, I believe. But um, 
I think he works like this. And then I was going to say, if you look at that photo, that's one of the solutions I have for the, the tower. Uh, is And this is the, the one frustrating part. It almost feels intentional that you can fit it over his arm in a way. If you just peg it into one of the peg holes near the wrists. The, that chunk just sitting there looks good to me as the back chunk of a giant cannon. And it almost mounts physically around his shoulder chunks. Uh, it doesn't quite, which is very frustrating to me. Um, there's a lot of things about it where it's like, if this had two tab slot connections, this would just work. Rock solid concrete connection style. Same thing, um, where you can also just take the trail, the, the tower, open it up like wings and just peg it onto his back. That's the same peg and hole that the trailer connection uses for alt mode. It's very tight. Uh, and it just holds really well. And it looks, I think, good. Just having this like armature wing pack on his back. Uh, like it, this Manosaur has like a very industrial powerhouse kind of sense to him. Uh, I think that the legs being like empty struts when they're not filled, uh, adds to that in a way. Um, but I think that works and I'm actually, I'm, it works so well. I'm like astonished that the instructions end with the tower just standing there next to him. Cause I'm like, I'm like, this is, this is barely even fan moding what I'm doing. Like, it just feels like uh, two, uh, two tabs, two slots, and this would have been intentional. Uh, it's really weird to me that it's not. But I, I think it is a valid solution. Uh, I think third-party kits could, could capitalize on this for the cost of a $10 kit. I think 3D printer folks could probably design some clips that just integrate into all this and make, make these solutions a lot more solid. Uh, and that's why I think this is a really good commander toy as well, because you could just buy this... And if you never deploy the Menasaur head, you just keep Motormaster's head in there and combine them anyway. It looks friggin' cool! It looks like, like, TJ, like you said, it looks like a power-up mode still. Uh, and I think that's mm -hmm. an accomplishment. Um, there's, there's a lot of good about this uh, that gets lost under its own homage, I think. And without any supporting media, it's left to me to just yell things, and no matter what I yell them, and no matter how convincing they are, they're still headcanon at the end of the day. And I think that's kind of a shame. But it also means I'm having a really fun time with them. Uh, and I also want to throw out, I think this means the commander price point is on an Undertaker streak of just wins. I don't think a commander price point toy has turned out badly to date. Not not stunning at times, but every commander toy has tried to do something a little bit different, and I think succeeded at it, and that's really impressive to me. This was a big you test. Know, I you think. know, that's such an apt comparison because a commander shows up once a year, and it's one of the most expensive tickets to Transformers you can get. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. it's the one that's not nearly three hundred bucks, so it's the one that's like expensive but viable. It's kind of what Titans used to be, but I think these are more fun than Titans, too. Because they, they're they not oriented around being as large as possible. So it's just a high-budget but mainline Transformer. It's, it's kind of cool how it's worked yeah, out. Yeah. Commander, I, I feel like... I feel like the Commander class is all about getting those figures that can just do a whole bunch of things. Rather, yeah. you know, like And uses their size to do it, rather than, yeah, like you said with the Titan, where... There's a bunch of little gimmicks on a Titan, but at the end of the day, the point is to be big above all else. Yeah. I, I'm just, I've been looking, ever since I got Scorponok and Omega Supreme in that trade some months ago, I was just looking at them, 
uh, Trypticon and uh, and Metroplex are in eyesight of them, where I've got them standing, and it's just like the the hallmark of a Titan toy to me has been you know outside of Predaking and, and Devastator, I guess I'm saying this. The hallmark has been wow, damn, and it still is fun, like the good ones, right? Where it's like Metroplex and Fort Max are like, well, these are big, and then Trypticon was like, oh wow. I actually have fun messing with this. And then that that proceeds into the next bunch of Titans that are not combiners. And it's like, it's weird that that's the hallmark. It's like, all right, it didn't turn out compromised. And then Commander class is just like almost the opposite. It's like, I get excited now going into them. Like Rodimus was an eye-opener to me because I was like, this is just a really good toy with a really good trailer that's big enough to feel cool. Uh, and And then... Menace or Motormaster just just hit what I was hoping out of the park, which is despite this being the core of a five toy experience, this still just feels really cool on its own, uh, in my opinion at least. So, man, like they they hit it uh, with this price point, um, and I, I can gush about this toy a lot, uh, and I, I want to constantly acknowledge that like it's it's a toy where I gush a lot, but like every criticism is to a point quite valid that I've seen. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I just, I want to acknowledge them while also saying, like, I acknowledge them, I just, they don't, they don't bring this down for me for the most part. There's just so much good going on for my taste. Even the part when you transform into robot mode and you fold the rear section over his head and his head has to be perfectly centered because there's this perfect geometry where all the armature just sucks into his shoulder blades and then mm-hmm. when he's in torso mode, all of that armature and his arms all link together, but they have a united hinge point so you can lift them up just to access that purple bit that locks him in when you want to unhook it. And they all just fold up as though it was one panel to give you better finger access. It's just so thoughtful and such smart geometry. Uh, yeah, I, I love this thing. Like, I'm, I, I even think, like, you know, I, now that we've seen, you know, a better views of him, I'm like, yeah, Dead End's legs look real messed up. Something happened to him. <laughs> he's, he's got funny-looking calves and funny-looking half-feet. But, like, regardless how any of the other Stunicons turn out, it doesn't affect how I enjoy this Motormaster. And, again, that's another really weird thing to say that, like, is a hard, it's a hard equation to crack. Uh, it's not going to work for everyone, but they, they got it for me, and I'm just astounded. I'm astounded, because I am picky AF about combiners. I am a persnickety weirdo about combiners. So, like, I, I don't feel like I'm an easily pleased audience here, but... Uh, also, the way that I'm persnickety is often not the way that other people are persnickety, etc., etc. Uh, also, here's one other thing. Fold away Motormaster's hand. Uh, you can plug his sword into his wrist stump, and it's way too big, but it looks really funny. And it, it plugs in there very snugly. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, right. <laughs> Looks really funny. Uh, I will say, I wish his weapons had more intent. The gun, as I said, you can turn the tower into a big ass gun, and I think it looks cool. But it's forty percent fan mode. His sword looks good, but I will say this: it's too big for Motormaster and comically small for Menasaur. So I don't think a compromise size was found, and I just sit here wishing that the sword could grow and shrink. Uh, and I know someone will design one, 
somewhere. Many people will. So this won't be a problem for very long. But if I really had to pick out like a big crit, it's that like, I think the sword is a great sculpt. That's just the wrong size for everybody. Uh, I've tried really hard to make him look good with it in, in Menasaur mode. And it's, I just can't, uh, it's kind of fun for a motor master because it's so enormous, but, uh, I also kind of wish it was a bit smaller for him. So I don't know. Um, I've been, I've been, I've been yelling a lot, but it's because it's a good toy and I'm excited. Uh, and did I miss anything that you guys were, were thinking on, on, uh, Motor Master or the Menasaur experience here? I mean, like, I, I, did, I, did I glaze over any stuff? Uh. I'm looking at, make... at mine again right now. I'm, I'm trying to think if there's anything, uh, that you really didn't cover that I'd want to go in depth more. No, it's better than I thought it would be. Significantly, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, I, I I didn't think he was going to suck, but I was trepidatious, is what I'll say, because I was like, this is going for mm-hmm. a lot, and this could be the first commander toy that doesn't feel like a hit because it needs four other toys. I, I can't believe how much it doesn't need four other toys. Like, it's no. astonishing. I feel like the Stunticons are a bonus at this point. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was I was hyped on yeah. this toy from the beginning because I love that old super mode style play that we haven't seen in forever, not properly, and then that all just works this well and everything on the toy functions this well. Like, yeah, like the one thing I have is that tower of having nothing to do in the robot mo- in the in the in the super mode. Like, I would I was hoping for like a shoulder cannon or like just some just even like a handle that could fold out and I can hold it like a big gun. Like that's literally the only knock on it I have in my in my mind right now. Yeah, I mean, I try my fan mode out if you can figure out because I'm using just the the gun handles. the The swivels on the tower gun handles are the small secret trick because that means you can reposition where the mass is compared to the peg. Uh, I mean, I don't know how this will work when um, uh, Wild Rider is the one who's going in there. I believe I don't know how it'll work when he's in there. But, uh, or is it, no, it's dead end. Sorry. Dead end. When dead ends in there, yeah, I don't know how end, that'll work. Yeah, dead but, ends the left arm. Um, that, that might mess with it a little bit. So I, I'm, I'm going to tweak it some more, but I think it is very doable to just use the tower as a big gun. It might be a little bit rickety, but it, it, it sits in there well enough to take some photos, uh, and better than, you know, trying to fit a combiner wars toy into the, into the leg connectors. Um, oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just a bonus. They're just bonus deluxes. That are going to be neat. And I'm sure it'll, like, I, I do, I did notice, like you said, when you put Dead End in as an arm, like, it's night and day compared to, to the other arm, or not Dead End, sorry, uh, Drag Strip. When you put him in as an arm, it's night and day compared to where Dead End will be. And I also noticed the weight of the toy immediately changed more than I thought it would, you know, granted, attaching a whole ass deluxe, but still, I was like, oh, this is going to be heavy when all four of them are in here. Like, this is going to be a big, heavy boy. Uh, so that, that's still going to be fun, but yeah, I'm, I'm, a, the, here's, here's my one other, my one other worry is this is such a good play pattern, almost in spite of the characters being used that I'm like, yo, do galaxy prime like this. Cause this, this was super fun. Like, yes. <laughs> and like, I'm sure it's not galaxy prime. I feel like maybe his, his shot has been blown at this point, but like, Nonetheless, you know, Legacy might stick around for a bit. I would love another, just a super mode style character 
that is like an armor up super mode, but commander with all of this level of transformation and modularity in the components. Because, uh, like, you know, one might say, oh, look at Victory Saber, and it's like, I appreciate the comparison, but, like, nothing about Victory Saber is calling for the torso mode transformation Motormaster does. Like, nothing about it is. Uh, that's the thing I want to see carried over to something. Like, imagine a Galaxy Prime re-envision where it's like, what if he just does this, where he just turns into a little torso that chunks into, like, a big... A- oh! Yo! What if they do that for, like, an energy pr- uh, an Energon Prime? Like, don't do him Voltron style, but maybe have him turn into a torso chunk and have the other vehicles bigger and do a little bit more to form, like, a cohesive body around him so that the torso doesn't have to, like, you know, have both levels of proportionality in it. Oh, there's so many ideas now. Uh, but, yeah, I I do think it would be sort of a shame if this level of, of intense hand-feel fun was confined to, like, show-accurate combiners as opposed to just like full-on super modes yeah that's 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 something else that was crossing my mind um but uh, yeah we talked about minosaur uh, motor master minosaur a lot and with good reason i think but uh we should move on from there um aaron uh spot back to you uh i know you've got at least one more transformers toy toy to talk about yeah my last toy on the list is the studio series bumblebee movie rc yeah and uh i am amazed at how little of her is just a backpack that to, to be car parts. It's like her back wheels and like her cockpit chunk, but all the rest of her makes part of her. And that is stellar. Um, yeah. yeah, we're so we're so I, close. We're so close to that no longer being shocking about female transformers. I feel like we're yeah. so close. Yeah, <laughs> I I think the only thing to me that I don't like is actually her very Bumblebee movie face. Like yeah. that sure is her face from the movie. I felt that way about Ratchet too. Really wish it wasn't. Like if, if, yeah. if you look at Ratchet's face and you hold him right up and you realize the proportions of his cheeks to his mouth to his nose and you're just like, what happened? What? Oh yeah, you're an alien ass mm-hmm. alien. <laughs> yeah yeah her her face compared to her head like is tiny face is giant skull <laughs> um but no beyond that she's ex- extremely posable I, I don't have any like joint tolerance issues the only thing that well the the one thing that i wish she had was a better peg for her back pack into her body uh, just because it all relies on a peg that sits like on her collar line, um, so like the the part that her head fits on on mine, like if you get it at just the right angle and squeeze really hard, it'll tab together. But if you transform it and then come back, you've got to find that magical alignment for it to to all go together because it's mm. her her head that plate and then all of her backpack parts all of that all like rely on that connection um but beyond that like she kind of has a, a a little bit of extra uh transformation in her forearm that makes it go the wrong way but you can kind of use it a little bit for some weird posing um that's part of her like her hands end up at the back end of her car mode and then she holds her pistols and it kind of looks like maybe they're exhaust pipes um but yeah she is 
another one of those that I think is better than she maybe has has like what we're used to coming out of RCs. Um, yeah, the the only thing that I wish was a little bit better on her is like part of I think how she's supposed to be as a robot is you unpay. There's like a, a peg part that is in the middle of her thigh that if you make her leg look smooth by pushing it in, she ends up not standing quite as well as if you, what seems to me to be like a half transform step um, for everything else. It kind of, it, it puts her foot in a better location for me, at least for posing things. It's a weird thing mm. to try to describe. If you, if I, I kind of looking directly at her legs. I kind of understand like that thing where the intended arrangement makes you go like, yeah, but the joints have more freedom in this other arrangement kind mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, yeah. I, I will say I've seen a lot of people on Twitter who have her have tended more towards getting a display stand and just having her have wheel feet. And they're like, this feels better. Um, I haven't messed with her myself yet. I'm, st- I'm still waiting. But Yeah. And that totally is an option, too. Like she's got you can just have her. That uh, it's mm, come on, line up. There we go. You can have her have have wheel feet very easily as well. Like she's on roller skates, uh, it all tucks up quite well. So yeah, if you've got if you've got a good stand or one of those tensegrity things, and you want to make her look really cool, you could have her do that. Um, yeah. Oh, I was I was I, I enjoy it very much. <laughs> I would highly recommend her if anybody wants it. I wasn't thinking of the tensegrity things. I forgot those exist. Now I remember that whole talk. Oh, boy. Because those came out, right? Those actually came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot about those things. Uh, yeah, I've seen a few people use them as like the, and here it is on a stand thing. It was like, oh, God. <laughs> Why? My eyes. They hurt. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I was expecting highly of that RC ever since, like, I got, like, ever since, like, the, not only when they announced her, but, like, that was one of the, the Zoom call Q&As. We got to see one of the Hasbro folks messing with one very excitedly uh, on webcam, and it, it looked like it had that experience of, like, I want to keep playing with this toy because it's fun. Uh, that that very ephemeral sensation that you sometimes see. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to when that comes out over here. Uh, TJ, uh, I know you've got at least one more Transformer on your list as well. Um who came up tangentially a couple times, not necessarily him, but we said the word pterosaur a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a big deal. Uh, so I got the reissue pterosaur. Uh, I own it for two reasons. One, it's the only like vintage Beast Wars figure I do not have for the main cast, and it got me free shipping on an override, which still isn't here. So. Yeah, oh. Well, thank, half yay! Thank you. <laughs> half yay! Uh, I, well, thank you for thank you for saving me money, Terrorsaur. I will say that was actually one of my first Beast Wars toys. So I have a lot of connection to to original Terrorsaur, but I also still have original Terrorsaur. So the reissue has been not that enticing. Same thing with Rat Trap because I was like, no, these are really cool, but like I actually bought these back in the nineties, <laughs> and mine still work. Right. Right. There was that part of me that saw the the uh, the primal Megatron on clearance. I actually got a couple of the Megatrons on clearance online, like super deep, like fifteen bucks each clearance, and even mm. having them in hand. And it's like, 
I've got the re I've got the reborn version. Why would I have? Why am I still kind of tempted by this? Yeah, that that's been the bummer about some of the Beast Wars reissues is cuz in the early 2000s I was l- buying loose Beast era stuff like mad at conventions. So I I actually have most of it and a lot of the stuff being like Cyber Shark I think is one of the only ones reissued that I don't have. Uh otherwise it's generally like oh yeah, I actually no, I tracked that down at like a very early BotCon way way back. Uh it's just been in a drawer. I don't know if it if it fell apart through plasticizer or gold plastic or something, but they still haven't reissued Torca, so I can't, I can't solve the one problem I want to fix. This is my poor Torca. Uh, it's not even. It's not even. I don't even want Torca. I want Elaforca. I want. I want the one. Oh that yeah, Elf- degrade on me. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would like. What's the one you want to go for? From a from a Torca owner, I would yeah, like yeah. reissue uh, Elfa you- Orca. <laughs> absolutely, but what I'd yeah, like yeah, not not. Uh, well, uh, see what you wouldn't I, get the vintage. You'd see the price on it right now. I would like a reissue Torca who just has gold paint on black plastic, and like I'll deal with the NECA joint syndrome on the knees or whatever. But like, I actually really like Torca's colors, so it triple bums me out that like, yeah, you, you're never gonna have that toy again. <laughs> Not in a way where you can ever touch it. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I I I still have a Torca that is intact because I have I literally don't even look at it anymore. I don't test it at all. Yeah, it's it's nothing against Alpha Orca, who I think looks cool. It's just I actually think Torca looks cooler, and so it bums me out that that's the one that you know turns to dust. Uh, Pterosaur doesn't though, and I, I'm assuming the reissue Pterosaur like works. You know the flip yeah, it, thing or yeah. whatever. The spring-loaded thing still works, you know, everything holds together, it feels fine. I could use some tighter hips, like, articulation-wise, it, like, jo- like joint-wise, it feels like, it feels like if a vintage one was well taken care of, so it's got some looseness with age, but it's still, like, serviceable. Uh, like yeah. the one bit where it feels like, uh, if one bit where it feels like it's suffered for its age or its reuses is like the hinge for the gun is like super floppy, but Aww. that's such a mi- <laughs> it's such a minor point. It's like you just, you know, it's it's not like I need the like the folding mechanic to have like a tight hinge on it or anything. Yeah. It's just, oh boy, I hope I can, f- this is making me think of this, I hope I can find that Buzzworthy one, because I, I mean, I, I've i given up a little bit on finding the Golden Disc one, which bums me out a bit, you know, for the sake of Showcast, but also I always like the Toy Colors better anyway, so I I would be fine with just having Toy Colors Terror Sore on my little Showcast, but uh, yeah, uh, it's Buzzworthy in Canada, so I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 will, I will say, if you've got anyone who can, like, mule you one over... Uh, yeah. If you anyone who can mule one over the border, like to visit visiting for a con or something, uh, you will have no problem finding them south of the border. Like, okay, I was, a, I was curious uh, about that. I was wondering about that. They're like, a, they are a pestilence at Target right now. Is is he like he's the case kind of thing? It is a solid case of pterosaur and a solid case of raw chicken Dinobot. I am not worried anymore. Yeah, if, <laughs> if, if, you're, if your store stocked them. If your store stocked them. Now, every Target around me has stocked them, and it's it's exceptionally easy to find a toy Acura Pterosaur at the moment. They all they all rolled the four-up save. Uh, all right, if he's a solid shipping... Like the fa- 
just him being a solid shipping case to storefronts of any kind alone is already making me feel more like, okay, I'll find him. Because I, I also will say, I don't want to like, you know, like I said this before, I don't want to track him down, get him for a deal, get him shipped to me right now. Like, I want, I would like to find him in a comfortable way. That's the thing I've, I've developed in the last, like, year and a half or so with toys, is like, I, I, I want toys, I want Transformers that I want to find, but also I want to find them in a nice, comfortable way. And in some cases, if I can't, it ends up putting me off the figure. Because, <laughs> like, you know, I think I talked about this before. You know, like, when you when there's, there's getting a Transformer, but then there's getting a Transformer who you also had to go through toil and get someone else to look for, and then they had to ship it to you, and then you had to receive it. And by the time you've opened it up, you're like, like, you're tired when you look at it because of all the mm. baggage attached to it uh with stuff like terrorsaur like that's a perfect example where it's like i, w- I want to walk in a store and buy him if i can <laughs> but i'll figure something out i'm, I'm, I'm gonna this is this is about 30 percent aimless whining 70 percent existential whining uh that also i believe gets us through all the transformers acquisitions we were going to talk about in our in our big toy toy talk podcast so we got some off-topic stuff that i think would be fun to cool down with um, so, uh, Aaron, I know, I mean, Aaron, you have a whole genre of off-topic stuff that you can cool down with, because you were at, at, uh... I got a furnace. You were at, you bought a furnace, and then you went to Jennifer Con, yeah, and you... <laughs> that, that beats all of your gets by about $16,000. True. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know how... But I can control it from my watch now, how much so the, that's neat. How much do those complete selection modification belts cost right now? <laughs> Um, are we are we are we measuring in dollars or lives that were required for this? Furnaces um, can be measured in both. I, <laughs> uh, I'm just I was just looking at our my my off topic thing. It's just like a board game that came in. Some it's, it's in, a, in a box of wood upgrade parts, which a furnace is a hard counter for, is how I would define it. Yeah. <laughs> no, the the short, short version of that is uh, just before TFCon, my air conditioning wasn't conditioning air, and that wasn't great. So ended up uh, having to have $1,700 in parts. I think we talked about this. Put into yeah, it. Yeah, briefly. Uh, however, they said, uh, hey, if you, like are thinking about a new system like get us back within a certain time frame and the money that you spent on this will roll into the cost of your new system and so okay so had him come out and do an actual like evaluation of my existing system they're like okay well like your your heating plenum's cracked and like the company that made your furnace no longer exists because all their heating plenum cracked and you can't get replacement parts for them. And even if you could, they'd no longer meet building codes. So we we couldn't put them in. If you found the spare part, you could theoretically replace this part. But you'd also have to like completely disassemble your furnace in order to get to where this part is. It's like the core of the furnace that everything else gets built around. And then <sighs> the condensation you've got going on around your furnace is a clear sign that you have a crack uh, somewhere in the system of your AC that's supposed to keep all of this going. So what we did kind of band-aided you, and you're okay. Your furnace probably isn't going to explode when you have to use it in the summer. However, like with the way that it's looking, you're probably get you know you're probably losing 
10 to 20% of your uh, potential energy out of burning of your, your natural gas just because it's not combusting fully. And between the crack in the AC side and the age of your, of your outside unit, you're, you know, there's a lot of other efficiency to be gained in there. So like the guy wrote everything up and I thought about it for a little bit and had him be like, okay, let's, let's get the, the whole kit and caboodle and replace everything. So the $16,000 before all the rebates and everything ended up being more like 12 once it's all said and done, which is better. Um, but it also has an entirely new smart thermostat that it has two temperature and motion sensor majubers that are wirelessly connected so that it can average the temperature across the areas that I tell it to average rather than just be the one spot on the wall. And then theoretically, if it was a furnace that had multiple zones, like an upstairs and a downstairs area where you could like baffle on and off things or have separate units for it, it could do those too, but this doesn't but then it also comes with the app so that i can i can set everything from my phone and then that also has a much smaller version of the app that goes to the apple watch so i can be like thermostat colder hotter and go from there now you just got to get the flame the flame jet outtakes uh pipes installed somewhere so you can also set off the flame trap on your front door yeah yeah, it's also why we're looking at a whole new house entirely so that we can get away from this mess and <laughs> all the other slowly ticking time bombs that we know are underneath uh, everything else. But that was my I'm breaking your expectations response. If you actually want to talk about all the Geneva Convention games that I did, uh, we could do that too. Let's, um, we, let's, I'll swing back to you because you've got multiple... Speaking of your furnace as a thing, <laughs> you've got multiple things. Um, I just want to bop over TJ. I did mention your uh, from your list the CSM uh, Alter Ring uh, Agito Henshin device belt. Uh, so, did you have to kill someone, or did that only cost human money? Uh, fortunately, this one only cost you know human dollars, which then became okay. human yen. Oh, right, conversions. So, yeah. I hate to even call it complete selection modification because it's not a modification. It's a completely new sculpt. Uh, When they they pivoted to CSM, I knew this was going to happen, too, because they were so persnickety early on about how you see how the CSM FIES driver is different from the CS FIES driver, and I'm like... Okay, yeah, but what happens when you get to stuff like Agito? And it's like, that's just just complete selection Agito. Yeah, anyway, this has been this has bothered me very low key for a while. So I'm glad you said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I don't think I don't think it hits a frustration point. It's more like a confusion of like like we used to have complete selection. What's the, what's the problem? Just calling it complete selection. Yeah, they just they just that's that's I find that's what Bandai does with collector words. Is eventually they tweak them and then they cycle back. It's why we're on the third version of Shodo now, which by the way is different from Sodo. We're on Shodo XXX because we had Shodo versus then Shodo X. Now we have like Shodo XXX and like yeah, but <laughs> at, at at the same time, they figured this out before. You remember when we had we had figure arts and ultra act and D arts. D arts was a thing, and like yeah. every like figure art like derivative had to be like an arts line, and now it's just all figure arts again. 
Well, and then, like, it's been pointed out to me, and I agree. It's like, well, there is a difference between Ultra Act and SH Fig Arts. That's why the SH Fig Arts Ultras are, are, you know, justifiable thing. I'm like, oh, they are! But, like, that didn't organically happen. That just was like... That was like a, a growth taking over a shoulder over a period of time. And then they cut they cut the Ultra Act growth off because it was different now. And then they did Fig Arts of all of them again. And yeah, anyway, this is complete selection. It's like... It's like... It's just the expensive rider prop replicas. That's and then they have Proplica where this all could have anyway. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh 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 then we get into complete style gigantic. Right. Yeah. I, and the thing is, complete selection was just the Fies driver at one point, and I think the name complete selection was meant to sound smart brainish. Like I think that was the the purpose of it at the time. That was the goal. And so seeing it still float around as well is so weird because I'm like, I'm like, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> uh, which is anyway, that, that's semantics, but it's it's you know what? It's 2022. I can get boiled a little by semantics. Does it, is it actually a nice piece? Because I remember the commercials made it look nice. So I'm assuming it's a nice piece. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's it's still it is a very, very nice piece. I'm still not entirely sure how the whole thing works. Because it is such a best. complicated, yeah. Because you've got you got the two switches in the back. One is one switch is just to turn on like the super bright LED, and it's like a mag light, like that, like <laughs> like that, like that, oh, like that first time you see Agito and his his belt is just giving off the bat signal or whatever. Like that's what it. Yeah. That's the, how bright that light is. So it's an optional switch. And a completely separate set of batteries just for that light. Hmm. And, uh, but you got that switch, and then you got a switch on the back. One is to the, the, the DX mode, which just does like DX level sound effects, and it's the simple mode. And then you have the the Agito mode, which has all the sound effects for the show. Like you hit the button for the finisher, and you can hear the blades on its helmet unfurl. Ah. You can hear the charge up, the impact, and then you can hear the blades retract again. It's so funny because it's like the DX mode is just there because it's almost like a soft acknowledgement. Yeah, we never had a DX Agito uh, Ultra Ring you could wear as an adult, so like this is sort of you could play pretend. Like, this. <laughs> yeah, kind of. But no, I, oh, I think man. I feel like they crammed in every sound effect they could. Like you hit both the sound buttons at the same time, and you get like the the unknown is approaching sound effect. You know, and Soichi yeah. got a headache. That thing. <laughs> Uh, there's, let's see, what was it? Like, uh, some like, hang on, I have to go to the booklet now, which I will credit them. I bought the this US is not, version of this belt. What? I was going to say, like, the part where you're saying you have to go to the book, I know for a fact this is not new to, to, um, collector-oriented, uh, prop roleplay toys, because, like, I had that with some of the, I forgot, the Memorial, um, Gashat set that I got. It yeah. has like a just a giant list of like this is just in order all the sound clips you'll hear if you keep pushing the button. Uh, uh yeah, yeah, this has this too. Um, so because I bought the U.S. version, I believe because I bought the U.S. version, uh, this thing comes in Japanese, Korean, and English. Wow. So yeah. Uh, so let's see. Uh. 18 different background sound effects are in it. 17, I'm sorry. Yeah, so 17 songs in the belt. 
let's see, what is it? Something like... Yeah, like, I, I, th I think the, uh... Like, there, there's like six variations on transforming to ground form. Oh no, I'm sorry, eight. I'm sorry, eight. Let's let's not count that out. Uh, it, like, it has the infrared thing, so you can trigger it without hitting anything. Uh, the fun oh, one... Oh, right, yeah. And I've n I, the fun one... It, yeah, and it does all the things that complete selections do. Like, you hold the you hold like the music button down, and after you transform, you'll start playing that music. Well, yeah, and like they do it where it's separate soundboards, so like that stuff all. Like, I, I, I somewhat recall yes. this from the the reveal video. Um, yeah, they all their things do this thing now where they build in all the show background tracks, and then they have it on a, like a separate soundboard, so it's not intrinsically tied to the other sound effects. So you can get like layering going on. Like it's really interesting. Yes. Yeah. So if you want the finishing noise to play during like the the feel yourself like outro theme you can do that so it sounds exactly like it did in the show uh yeah. the fun the fun part is that there is a dialogue mode which is like like a it's one of these weird hidden things where you like you have to flip both back switches in the right position and then before you turn it on like before you actually turn on the the bottom switch you have to hold down the sound button just to act to activate like the like a hidden mode where the lead actor is reading off vocal lines and you can hear him doing the the henshin during the transformation. There are that's where you, you got to put on one hundred and seventy quotes from the actor. Yeah, you got to just learn them all, put on a mask, and then just walk around. And when those things play, you just make eye contact with people and nod your head a lot as though you're saying it. Like that's the that's how you you eventually become an agito works. yourself. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I, 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 I get it, but like, it feels like he re-recorded like literally every line. Oh, he probably did. He probably did. Uh, it feels like, it feels like the entire series is in this belt. It depends how they did their ADR. Cause like, I, 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 I sort of noticed on the handful of things I've got that like some of it, I think is just because a lot of it is ADR. So they have all the audio set aside already. Uh, and I think that it's part of the process now of making the show is that they create archives of ADR lines that, you know, the ones that end up being iconic, they have them ready to go. But for right. something as early as Agito, I, I bet that he came in and re-recorded a bunch of that stuff, because who knows if they still kept oh. all that organized. Oh, they, they probably they probably did it while they had him on the hook for the Zio episode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was his third filming day. He was <laughs> sitting in a sound booth, read these 170 lines. <laughs> It's just, like, it's baffling to me because, like, what if your favorite line from the show was 149? Then you push and the just button. have to stand there hitting this belt <laughs> 149 times just to you, hear you, that You just learned the, the right Twitch memory to be like, oh, one of the what's set in it? Okay, here, let me check. Okay, now that's 37. 37 okay. Oh, shoot, too far. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. I yeah. will give them, I will give them, I will, I will give them credit. There is a button that lets you skip 20 at a time. <laughs> but that is, it's cool. <laughs> That's better than the gashats I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got like I've got memorial collectibles from like zero one, and it takes forever to get to some of the lines. the The O's, the complete selection O's belt, like the like it has uh, Aji's line for the love, love, love combo, 
but you had to stand there for ten minutes hitting the button, waiting for it to come up. <laughs> mm. You're like trying to you're trying to work this into a cosplay, and it's just like, hold on, no, hold on, just wait, <laughs> hold on. The overshooting is the worst feeling. That's the worst feeling because you're like, there's no back oh, button. Oh yeah, there's no back button. Oh, need to have a system yeah. like if you've ever seen the uh, stormtroopers at uh, Galaxy's Edge at Disney, mm, yeah, where they have something in their gloves or something that lets them choose the line that they say, since like Disney's not going to let the, them say randomly what they want. Here you have yeah. these thirty voice lines that you get, and it's whatever combination of of buttons in your fingertips or on the gun that makes you say the I, thing. I want to say, I want to say I heard that that was also at least in, in some way gesture based. I feel like I, I yeah. read that somewhere that like, there's a gesture aspect to it that makes it a bit easier to do naturally, but it's fa- fascinating right. technology, but yeah, it would be, that would be cool to see in a, uh, a collectible too. Um, like I, I feel like they've tried stuff with i forgot what i'm thinking of like some proplica weapon or something where it's like when you wave it the right way like you get the right sounds uh i don't know what i'm thinking of now but um that is also i will say that is a cool get because like agito is a cool show that's probably like the peak the peak um collectible you could get for agito short of a one six scale piece so, I mean, I mean, sh- sh- short short of being able to buy like one of the used costumes, yes. Well, they all they all apparently dissolves, right? So, we... <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, I could probably get some scrap of the gill suit. It's probably floating yeah, they, around somewhere, literally. They, could, they got a, literal scraps of it. They got it in a jar. Well, the, for for listeners who this is this is deep cut. Also, I'll say there's a character in that show called Gills. Who classically has never appeared again ever because this every Gills suit was so water damaged that the handful they had remaining got eaten alive by further water damage and storage. Uh, so whenever Gills has appeared, Gills has appeared in his upgrade form that was less water damageable. Uh, it's the sad now, story. They remade this. The re- they remade the suit. The suit exists in two thousand like seventeen. I think it showed up at a stage show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I was about to say no, but I'm thinking of the shin suit. The shin suit's the one that's also currently dying. Uh, yeah, that's the one that that you can see the wood blocks holding it upright sometimes when it appears. <laughs> Poor thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, like it, it's 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 what complete selection does. It's just an absolutely absurd amount of things this plastic belt can do. They even worked in like a D transformation noise, which I don't think I've seen that in a belt before yeah the gimmick gimmick ones sometimes have it because it's built into when you pull the thing out so there's an easy like switch recognition uh but yeah for something like the altar ring that would be that would be different uh well that's cool i i I was gonna pivot back to to my own little list i just have one one thing that is nowhere near as impressive as either of yours but i want to give it a little shine here uh i'm gonna give you a link you can look at uh i got i i i they it wasn't a full-on crowdfund but level 99 games did a pseudo crowdfund thing for a game called bullet star now i already had bullet heart uh bullet stars little pseudo crowdfund the the deluxe wooden tokens for the game were available as well this is a board game i'll explain in a sec and so basically the shipping to canada is usually pretty expensive but for this one system they were doing for these two specific items together the shipping was actually reasonable so i went for it uh, so th- this this is a very fun little uh, analog tabletop board game, but it's uh, 
a, a board game version of a mobile shoot 'em up puzzle bullet hell game, basically. Uh, so you have a bag full of bullets, 140 bullets, and so the the wooden upgrade changes those from being cardboard discs to being like pretty thick wood discs, which is hella tactile satisfying to to shuffle and fish through. Let me tell you. Uh, and then you you, you get dealt, you know, random handfuls of bullets that you can piece out one at a time onto your board and you're basically just trying to handle these like object orientation puzzles based on what character you're playing while you're randomly receiving more bullets on your board and then if they can't fit on your board due to the way that they go on your board uh they'll go to the bottom of the board and deal a damage to you and you might you usually only have like three or four health so when you're playing with people you're actually supposed to play this real time, three minutes at a time, just playing as fast as possible and passing the bullets you've eradicated from your board to your opponent. Uh, but there's a whole bunch of modes in this that aren't real time and aren't competitive. Uh, and one of the cool things is this game is, is character based. So there's all these characters. They have a board in two pieces and they have a little character deck. If you flip their board over, that's their boss mode with a different boss deck. And then there's a co-op mode. You can play with one to however many characters against a boss. That's an AI boss. So, for a solo board gamer like myself, in this case, uh, one box has eight characters, and then every one of those characters is also a boss. So there's a whole bunch of permutations of this game you can play. Uh, so Bulletstar added eight more characters, so I now have 16 characters slash bosses I can, I can mess with, which is pretty fun. Uh, and it's just, it's a very, it's a really neat game. Like, playing against a boss, you can do that cooperatively with, with friends. Uh, there's also like just a solo, a solo score attack mode you can do to learn how a character works. You can play competitively. The game, as far as I know, also works if you take the real time element out, which I'm not against because there is a certain amount of having to get things right in this game. And I think that if you're on a timer competitively and trying to get things right, there's no way you can watch your opponent to make sure they're getting things right. So I think you'd need, I think competitive is fine, but you need to have both played the game a lot. So I, I just have trouble seeing that as the first thing you do. Um, but I do highly recommend it if, if the idea of this game sounds enticing and you're up for the idea of playing a, you know, a tabletop game on your own, because playing the solo modes for this, it's like 15 minutes tops, win or lose. You're going to lose a lot against the bosses, uh, but it's still satisfying anyway, like trying to figure out, like, how can I move, you know, everyone has abilities to move bullets around your board, uh, their, their card decks are the different patterns that you can execute to eradicate bullets from your board, and you're trying to set that stuff up. It's, it's very fun. Um, so that, that was kind of neat for that to come in, and, and especially for the wooden tokens to get here. For Aaron's sake, because I know Aaron likes noises, let me get my, my bag out. It comes with a bunch of bags, cloth bags. Here's my wooden token bag. This is good, it's good fun times. Okay, noise, noise gating must be be getting it because I heard you say, "Here's the wooden token bag," and a little oh, bit no. of wood shuffle, and then nothing. I'll try to put the mic in the bag. You hear that? How about that? If I talk while I'm doing it, does that come through? Yeah, if you if you talk while you're doing it, it it comes through. But Discord is a little bit too smart for your ways. I'll, I'll just I got a couple of them in my hands here. I I. Shuffle I, I, mm. I take your word for it. I'm, I'm hearing little bits of it, but yeah, yeah. I know. I, that was like uh, one of the friends that I rolled with uh, on one of the days at Gen Con. He specifically, like, he probably spent close to $200, $250 on various wood token uh, upgrade kits or, or, or yeah. like, better, like, plastic 
upgrade kits. There are whole things like, you know, wingspan, all the various tokens you have for, oh, for yeah, wingspan. Yeah. There was there there were people that were just like, hey, here's all of them and like little painted wood pieces rather than just printed pieces. And then I'm, I'm a sucker for that stuff games. for for tactile stuff like this because like each of these mm. things, 140 of these, and the wood the wood upgrade tokens, they're a one inch diameter, quarter inch thickness. So it's just like meaty. Uh, and you, you're drawing handfuls of these out. You're just putting them on the board, sliding them around. Oh, it's good fun. It's good fun. Um, so if anyone has... There's also an expansion called Bullet Orange, I should say, that just adds four characters. Anyone listening who, who thinks that sounds neat, look it up on YouTube. There's a lot of playthroughs and a lot of reviews of it. I can I can answer questions if you really need them, but like, there's a lot of info on YouTube that, that, uh, that like, is what got me to want to play the game. Um and then yeah, that that Aaron, that does cycle over to you pretty pretty organically because you were at Jennifer convention, um, mm-hmm. and uh, that was uh, you know that, it sounded like you were doing it the smartest way possible, which was you you went on not Saturday, and you <laughs> yeah. So uh, Alfie actually um, finally got her jazz tattoo on her forearm on Saturday. Hey, which is why I was not there on Saturday. Um, she shared. I think she shared a few photos around Facebook, where it looks like a, like a like a very worn down sticker, which is what she always wanted. Um, so, <laughs> it was it was part of that. And like since I really didn't sign up for much at Gen Con, like four days of the dealer room is excessive. Um, Lots. It's a lot. You know, the, the, yeah, I mean, it's a big dealer room, and I'm sure that there are booze that I didn't walk past even with two and, like, a quarter days there. Um, but, yeah, so I ended up picking up the... Uh, I, I did a demo of uh, the Heart of Darkness, which is the Decepticon full-size box for the Transformers deck builder game. Um, they lamented that... Almost all of their copies were stuck in a a distribution warehouse in Chicago, and they had to fight tooth and nails. My understanding, in order to get the ones out for the demo that they that they'd oh, taken they taken people's money, they for. had to airship. They had to airship all that stuff. Because, like, I, I, just in capsule, very small capsule. Board games industry. If you think tr- it's getting difficult to ship toys, go spend a little bit of time reading up how things have been going for the board gaming industry. Mm-hmm. It's a disaster. Renegade Games has been suffering a lot as well. And they're on the cusp where they're probably safe, but they are not fantasy flight. They are not Hasbro. They are suffering still. And there are, yeah. there are a lot of smaller companies. At least two companies I know have shuttered because of all of this shipping stuff going on. Cause it simply yeah. is untenable for a small company to survive in this now. So all of the transformer deck yeah. building game stuff past the core box has been printed. It's ready to go. And it is trapped in warehouse hell, so they had to air ship like a couple boxes to themselves, which is, as I understand it, colossally expensive compared to normal shipping. Yeah. Um, but I did pick up the expansions three and four, which is the infiltration uh, expansion and the Dinobots expansion. So the infiltration expansion has multi changers and mm-hmm. has a game mode. Where it is like each side, like you can play it individually or, or PvP, but it's like the Autobots are trying to stop the Decepticons from from infiltrating the base, while the Decepticons are trying to do tasks with everything uh, on the Matrix and with with various um, like 
objectives in order to progress progress their their stack. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Dinobots versus um, Devastator ba- is basically what the other set is, and so it introduces a combiner as a playable character, and it has its own base cards to start with and some of its own rules of how to to use them. So I'm interested in doing that. I'm trying to get... um, So unfortunately, Merlin's Beard closed down so I can no longer do our miniature marathons with the friends. Mm. So we're trying to set up some sort of in-person, just go to somebody's house and play games. And hopefully I can, like tuck that in as a deck builder that we play that just happens to be Transformers themed. Um, the the, up, so the upside is... actually get plays out of those. The upside is, as far as I know, none of that stuff is wholly bound to person versus person or person co-op play. So, uh, if you're able to... I can give you a hand if you need help with the system, but like basically a bunch of the mechanics at least should be solo playable for the sake of knowing how it works. Yeah, they, they are, um, for sure. It's just yeah. that... Some of them seem like they would be better because we played the the demo that we played with Heart of Darkness was both of the starters kind of combined together and two v two, and in that Prowl was our MVP. the The boss Prowl card was our MVP um, because every time they they went to take him out, um, he like the the boss confrontation thing had a add five to the to the pv to the pvp cost or to the cost and they had like four extra well crap okay and so then finally they had seven extra and they're like okay well we're going to get this and the card that they flipped was add add cost equal to the highest card on the table and the highest card on the table was a cost eight relic and they were just looking for anything. And I felt bad because <laughs> Prowl's active thing, at the start of each turn, you lose a victory point. And if you don't have victory points to lose, you take damage or something like that. And yeah. so it was like they had done a decent job of getting ahead in victory points in the beginning, but then Jazz just kept ticking them back off of them. And we were just like, eventually I told my teammate, like, let's just not reveal cards. Because, like, Prowl is beating the snot out of them every turn. <laughs> like, you know, we can we can try and get our objectives and try and see if we can set up a good turn for ourselves to take out one of our bosses. But like when once we deck out, we count victory points and they have zero no matter what's going on now. So we win. Ah. Uh? Yeah. Um, but That's no, a, it, it sounds it's cool. it's really fun. With with the expansions, there are definitely more ways to play. I got an exclusive Autobot Megatron card that counts as an ally for whoever reveals it. Um, We're, worth mentioning that was, worth mentioning that's not a character card because I know that that's a knee jerk someone's going to have. It's correct. not a character; it is just a main deck card. So it's it's correct. not a whole play style that you're losing out on if you weren't able to get a hold of it. So don't don't worry too much. If you're up for proxying, yeah. you can probably find a picture of it, and if you sleeve your main deck. Print it off and replace a card if you want to know how it works. It's totally doable. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, um, yeah, I was going to say something else in there. But, I don't know. It was it was definitely a good play. Um, it was enjoyable, for sure. Yeah. Um, 
And then, do you want other Gen Con stuff, or you want to flip back to something else? Let's do. Uh, we got. We got. I think we're loaded for one more flip. So let's do. Let's do okay. one more flip. And and yeah. Um, I'm uh, I'm I'm kind of hoping um, that the tabletop sim mod for the deck builder game. I hope whoever's updating it did get a hold of some of this stuff because I would also really like to mess with this stuff in virtual uh, with Aaron and some others if possible. Because uh, I'm mm-hmm. I'm excited. Ever since we played at TFCon, I've been like, this is a fun game with people. It turns out, so I'm uh, yeah hopeful. But uh, TJ, you did have uh, one more thing that is. Uh, very tangentially time- timely to a recent Crunchyroll release I saw in your in your other acquisitions list. Yeah, gee, I wonder why I'm in the mood for this. <laughs> yeah, so... baby. <laughs> God, isn't it surreal that Double is completely relevant and current again? Do you know what's super fun is going through to read some of the QRTs and replies on the highest trafficked tweets showing a clip of the henshin uh because there are people literally going like what is this why did the green hair guy fall <laughs> over what's is, is this new symphagear and then they're they're all like well it's the symphagear people and then uh, and then i really am happy to see the sheer number of people who are saying do i have to watch a whole show before i watch this and people going like no it's cool but also the show this is from is pretty good so like do watch it but you know, there's a, a very. I'm, I'm. I was glad to see how open armed a lot of the, the known, the knowing repliers were to the other repliers. Just seeing the sheer wonder on people where this was like that was some people's first exposure to Common Rider as of like mm-hmm. a day and a half ago. Uh, yeah, it's so cool. It's, and also that scene was so freaking cool. I took eight screen caps of one second of it because there were. More than eight golden frames, because that studio knows how to do some of that stuff. Let me tell you. Anyway, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Futo PI, Common Rider Double Sequel, is on Crunchyroll right now. So, like, if you can get a subscription, go friggin' watch it. And if you don't have a subscription, just, like, wait a bit. It'll probably pop up, you know. <laughs> but support it if you can, because, like, it's making friggin' way. Anyway, yeah, I- I'm going on and on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so if you haven't guessed by... uh by by all of this discord uh i got a common writer gaim toy that i wanted to talk about yeah uh uroboshi's <laughs> been just real just fighting mad ever since this happened because he's like but i but i made madoka i did anime first you what uh <laughs> no uh I, I grabbed the uh figure figure rise standard double cyclone joker model kit Yeah. Strangely enough, like I went to Metro because like I went to MetroCon and I found I found Luna Trigger at the show floor, but the shop that the shop was local, so after the con I went to their actual physical store and grabbed Heat Metal, and Cyclone Joker's the only one they don't have. So guess what I ordered and built first. Yeah, and this is this is the the newer figure eyes standard stuff, not the old original figure eyes like taller ones. I want to point out. I, I don't know if so anyone actually knows those exist anymore. But oh no, no. well those were uh, like I've got those like that's master grade. Yeah, yeah, like this this is like standard six inch action figures. More long, you know, as long long like the Dragon Ball Z ones are the ones that took off really big, and now the Common Rider ones have gone pretty far. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a 
it's a pretty nice build. Like nothing, nothing terribly complicated about it. Um, nothing weird, you know. Like because like the, what was weird with the Master Grade was like for some reason they felt like they needed to have like a bicep bulge gimmick that worked. So like panel shifted when you flex the arm, which is weird. Yeah, li- they had linkage articulation that looked a little bit more interesting on the Dragon Ball characters because they straight up got big ass muscles. Uh, yeah, it, like on on a Common Rider toy, it sort of makes sense in that it is a suit, so it's like yeah, the suit would deform and things, but like this was sort of a step past that. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, but my like my concern with things like this, is like, God, if I build one, I'm gonna want to build all three, and that's gonna get repetitive really quick. So I'm like, re- I'm really happy that it's like a nice, casual, simple build that immediately becomes a lot more palatable. And uh, the swapping gimmick is there. Hell yeah! I mean, I I would have so, actually been a bit miffed if it wasn't because it was there in a. In a highly overcomplicated form in the old MG figure eyes. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, in in this one, they still have to account for all the articulation. So, like, you're 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 pulling. Ba- you're basically like pulling all the Joker parts off a section at a time in order to make room for, you know, trigger or metal, whichever one you want. Mm-hmm. So it's it's still a little bit it's still a little bit weird, but you know it's not like. With the Master Grade, you might as well have bought all three models three times because building the extra six is so much simpler than trying to dismantle them in order to put them back together Mm -hmm. in a new combo. Uh, This is making me check something. One of my my local shops, Meeple Mart, has got some Kamen Rider figure eyes kits, but uh, for double, they only have figure eyes standard Luna Trigger, and then they have Cyclone Joker... But it's MG figurize artisan Cyclone Joker, who is a lot more expensive because it's like every part has been painted already. <laughs> That's the one thing with this one. I, uh, you, you do need to sticker the cuffs on the Joker side, and then on the Cyclone side, you're on your own to paint the the black trim on it, which is kind of annoying. Hmm. Like, the grooves are fine, you put that in with a gun to marker, you're all set to go, but, like, I don't know, at some point I have to, I still have to do the ankle and wrist cuffs, and just, like, just go over those with a really, really careful with a paintbrush. Yeah. I, the other thing that's killing me about the, the figure as artisan one, I just want to say is... The parts are still on the sprue, and I don't know that it's... I need to do some research. I don't know that it's been undergated, so it's like... It's fancy and it's painted, but I think some of the the gate marks are on parts that have been painted in a way where you need to probably do a little bit of touch-up. I need to really research the thing, because you're making me... I mean, this is the MG, but now my head is full of Kamen Rider figure eyes again, and I haven't thought about that in a while. Uh, The the figure eye standard ones, though, like, uh, yeah... there's there's a bunch of them kicking around, and I've always been almost almost tempted to buy them, but I'm like, they they fall under my weird like I'm I'm not really that into six inch right now mindset, but uh, I'm probably gonna crumple at some point because they do look really cool, and double is highly on my mind right now, as stated before. Yeah, I, I've 
in particular, I, my my common rider brain is coming back really strong right now because I actually got my DM into common rider. Oh yeah, I think I saw you tweet about that. Yeah, yeah. So it's been fun watching his descent because I'll be like, you know, he'll tell me like, okay, I'm six episodes in. All right, cool. Let me know what you think, and then I'll check in a couple days later. And like, where are you at? It's like, I'm on episode thirty-two. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, I went hard. I guess this, I guess this is working. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, like I found out today, like during our sessions, like, uh, he's into it to the point of like man tears during, cause I got him into X aid. Like that's mm. the first one he picked. And he's at, like, when, when characters start popping off at the end, he's like at the point of like almost crying over it. So like, now, now, like yes, now, you, now you understand. Now you understand. Here, here's another menu. What would, what would you like to check out next? <laughs> How much do you want to cry? <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. not, I'm not yeah. gonna, I'm not gonna act upon it either way. I just want to know how much I can make you, I can make you do it. I gauge common writers like the same way they show you where the pain is on in the medical commercials. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like this series hurts here, and this series hurts here. <laughs> uh, and I'm man, I'm gonna pick up a figure eyes standard sooner than later. They got Agito at the local store. He's just sitting there. No one wants it. Uh, <clears throat> I gotta, I gotta make some decisions. But um, let's also, I, I'm also gonna pivot us back. Aaron, why don't you close us out with uh, the rest of what you and and uh, what you did with Jennifer convention over at the general uh, congregation. Okay. Um, the, the short quick one of my whole off topic list is I got a, um, this Volante, Volante design, uh, jacket where it is. It's, um, if you've seen them at a convention before they make, um, video game and TV style jackets, um, that are very, very nice. I got a Star Trek um, Discovery era uh, like officers of upper uniform jacket type thing. I thought they looked neat and then I put it on and damn if it didn't fit very well. And it's Science's Silver was the one that they had in my size. Not a copper uh, proper like copper colored but it's like all of the stitching is is very well done. You can tell all the panels are individual panels. So the the it has like four lines of stitching across the shoulders, um, and it, each one of the things that's stitched and held together is is its own pieces. Down to it, even has a little tiny hidden pocket on the inside if you wanted to have like a magnetic pin badge for the like the 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 delta badge that starfleet officers have it's got a nice little pocket in there to keep it all internal um this stuff it looks was, sick. it was a very nice fit I'm, it was looking at their collection yeah and and that <laughs> yeah so they have they have some other things like they have uh uniforms that look like straight up like next generation uniforms or um like the DS9 era uniforms and those are ones that like they look neat and they also scream like nerd pretty hard. Star um, Trek. 
I, I I tried I tried one of the the next generation one of Zon, and it had a, a very nice like securing system so that it could it could like fit the way that it fits. Um, but I thought the the discovery jackets looked more like this could just be a neat stylish jacket, not necessarily something that's screaming Star Trek. But if you're somebody that knows Star Trek, you're going to say, "Oh, oh, that's cool." Um, oh, they have Assassin's Creed so jackets I, too, obviously. Obviously, yeah, oh, those are nice looking. I, I I think that's where they got started. But I ended up talking with like one of the guys that works with their design stuff, and he's he was very like apologetic that it wasn't necessarily available in, in all the all the sizes and colorations but like that's what happens and especially since star trek has become very popular uh in the last year or two it's very hard for them to keep stock up because it's all made in the u.s it's all made like they make their own designs uh for everything that they do and so it's not a it's not a cookie cutter it's not a uh easy like push a button and stuff comes out the other end type of thing. It's all very, very clearly well-crafted. So it was pricey, but worth the pricey. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, they're, they're, it sounds like they make these in runs of like a hundred pieces. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's about what he was saying. Is like, hey, we hope we'll be doing another run soon, but uh, we're working, we're also working on Strange New World since that's the current hotness. So... Like it, 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 he's like, if you really want, you know, you can hang around for a bit and, you know, check us out online and sign up for the, sign up for the, the newsletter. And we'll say when a new run is coming and, you know, you could potentially get in on that, but you know, no, no promises ever. So I, I was happy, very happy with what I got on that. Um, and then to kind of spring a little bit off of the, Assassin's Creed, but not quite. Um, I ended up picking up a rule book for it's like a a a Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition hack book that is early gunpowder era uh, to rev- like Revolutionary War U.S. era rule book. So there's no magic, but like there's. You know, fire brands, which, you know, the the guys, you know, with the rousing speeches and whatever that act like bards, things of that nature. Um, mm-hmm. And so it was a friend of mine that does a lot of historical gaming that, like, took me over there and pointed it out to me and got to talking with the people that were there. And it was like the designers and everything. And, uh, you know, they were going through and talking specifically about the 1770s era and a little bit earlier is very much what the, the, the book is about. I was like, okay, that's neat. I know some people that do Revolutionary War act, war uh, reenactment stuff, but I'm of earlier time frame. I'm French fur trader in the like early 1700s. And a uh, lady that was sitting at the back of the booth, just like sipping her coffee, just stood up and she's like, oh, yeah, really? What? Where? At? And I was like, oh, you know, in Indiana, post-Wiatnon is where we're from. It's really, like, really very local for Gen Con and Indy. And, uh, you know, I've been doing that for, like, 25 years or so. And she's like, hold on. Pulls out the book, flips over. One of the character backgrounds is, like, fur trader. 
And so she's like showing this to me. And I was like, ah, oh, does this stuff make sense? She's like, unfortunately, we're, you know, we're from the Boston area and there wasn't nearly as much frontier where we were. So it'd be really interesting to like, you know, do something more frontier based. And like their goal is to have anything that they talk about in the historical side of things to be actual historical or like reasonable stuff. So then I started, we were just talking reenactment style stuff. And like, there's a couple of YouTube channels that are out there that are, um, I'm now blanking on it. It's, um, living archaeology, living type. There's a specific term for it that I'm blanking on right now, but it's basically like, Hey, we're going to go out and, using the tools that they know, try to do the stuff that they did to figure out how they did, how they might've done the things that they did. So it's like, sometimes when you look at, you know, sometimes there are things where you look at early historical document, like talking about, Oh, how they did things back in the day where it's you know clearly like it clearly they didn't do things that way. Like if you just think about how how stuff is put together, there's no way that they did it that way. And so, you know, that's one thing that historical reenactors, most of them are pretty good about of like, oh, no, I've gone out and I've done, you know, I've been in a dugout canoe before. You know, that's a pain in the butt, but there are things that you can do when you're in basically a tree that you've made slightly canoe shaped that help you out. And there are things that you would do differently. But not a ton of dugout canoes survive to, to modern era because it's 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 wood and in water, you know, things of that nature. So they were very, very direct in that. And then we talked about how there's another um, the Battle of Tippecanoe is like was four or five miles away from where I am. And that was, you know, a big part of of early American history and all this other stuff. And so she was like very interested and then was taking down like the local events information from me because they wanted additional research stuff. And they're like, well, yeah, if it's here, like that's not a bad trip for us to make to come and like see some of the stuff and maybe make other contacts. And they're like, do you know people at your historical society that may want to have like a couple of these like, basically like D and D module books in the gift shops of the historic reenactment stuff. I'm like, Oh dang, I'll put you in contact with them, but whatever. And then, and then like she pulled out a whole other, like here's a pamphlet that we have that is set up for, um, educational purposes where it is, um, like sets up for, um, like AP history, like history class type stuff where it's set up like, you know, two hour long module that'll maybe talk about a battle is what they were going through. I was like, all of this is interesting. Give me the cards and I'll see if I can get them handed off. So that's the, that's the cards that I have here that I need to get over to there and try to explain it to a person that maybe not a gamer. Um, and then the only other thing that I had out of Gen Con to wrap up all of my gets was I ended up also picking up a, Wormwood uh, personal tray dice vault rolling tower combo thing. So it's like it's it's uh, very well made uh, 
dice rolling tower thing that's all magnetic, and it all breaks down and fits inside of the tray that it rolls the dice into, and it has a nice little dice vault that you can then tuck all of that in, and they were out of them, but they're sending me one, a leather strap with a snap, and it will hold all that together in a little block. Oh, nice. Um, I've seen... If, if you have, uh, I think uh, Pia did a a Pia gaming thing where he showed off um, one of them that he had he had uh, got for himself. And it I is, think I saw that. It's a nice system, even even at the the bottom end of the costs. It it was like three hundred bucks. It was just under three hundred bucks uh, for everything and like a set of dice that I got to go with it. Um, but it is. Like, you know, they always talk about their their craftsman promise, and if you have any issue with anything, then they will, um, you know, make it right as best they can. And I, I've maybe sat there and, and huffed the cherry wood a few times because it smells like very good woodworking. So Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, yeah, I actually, actually found the link there for it. Um, but, yeah, oh, it's... Yeah, yeah. It's something I'm looking forward to actually having the opportunity to to game and and play with it some. So, yeah, the the magnets are super duper strong. As I was putting the two sides together, as to not go like kablam with them really loud <laughs> and like scare everybody in the house. I like eased them together, and then they got close, and then they did that snap thing that strong magnets will. And I may have gotten my thumb stuck in it for a little bit. Um and then had to do like the owie, 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 uh, get it off, get it off, get it off. And then it did. So, uh, well, that, that, um, that tabletop, uh, system, uh, book you were talking about, it's, it's not the same thing. It just immediately made me think of one that I've been eyeballing as a ta- It's a, this is actually a tabletop miniatures thing, but it's a, one of Osprey games, miniatures, agnostic systems that, that, that happens to have some miniatures that are made for it. If you want, it's called silver bayonet. It's Napoleonic era, but it's like, that style historical miniatures military stuff crossed mm-hmm. crossed with gothic horror. Uh, okay, so it's uh, it's like they're the who is it the Perry brothers I think are the ones who North Star miniatures do actual miniature sets for this uh, for the the player characters, but uh, it's it's got like a solo system in it, and it's like you can get like a, a, a little squad of Napoleon Napoleon's soldiers. And then they're they're going through like an isolated farm village, and there's like werewolves or zombies there. But that's like the whole theme of the book. Um, okay, it's a, it's an interesting system. I've I've been tempted to pick up the book a few times, but I'm waiting for another Osprey Publishing sale because when you buy their books direct, uh, you can get a combo with a PDF copy for like twenty five percent off. And I always want to get PDFs of everything, so mm-hmm. I'm waiting for that. Yeah, that was that was this one came with the PDFs. It also came with a cloth map. Oh, that's that's just good stuff. That's just good stuff. A, a cloth map of like the eastern seaboard, and then it has uh, in the book they tucked in a digital code for the cloth map, <laughs> so that you can. They have their digital version of it has all the all the various locations that they either mention in their main book or or what they're coming up with in the future. And so then you can click on that and it has like, hey, here's the stuff that happened here during the American Revolutionary War. Yeah. And so like if you're doing if you're doing stuff with your your campaign or whatever, like it has that additional info for you. So uh, 
that's cool. It was it was a a very good like integration of all of it. So that's why I, that's why I really wish I was into more stuff that Modifius is putting out because I I bought into one of their their game books locally and then I found out if you buy a Modifius book and you email them a proof of purchase, they'll just send you the PDF copy because uh, they're like, thanks for supporting mm. us. It's really cool. I wish more. I wish all companies did that. To be honest, uh, yeah, that, that's. It feels like that's a baseline thing now. But um, I'm glad that you had a good uh, general convention, um, and uh, you know, it was fun keeping up with you during the thing. There's obviously, yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of booths. I wish I could have eyeballed. I wish I could have camped out like stuff like Giga Robo. Just I want to I want to get a demo of Giga Robo because I think it looks good, but I I want a demo of it. <laughs> a whole bunch of games I just want a demo of. I want to be led through it. Uh, uh, it's cool to keep up at a distance. Uh, but yeah, that brings us to the end of this episode of WTFTFW. So, uh, hey, um, we, we got some stuff. Uh, it happens sometimes. Um, stay tuned for more. We'll uh, always be back to talk about Transformers and other things. And uh, that'll probably happen after uh, after this one. There'll probably be another one. So, hey. Uh, until then, though, um, keep yourself safe. Uh, if, there's a lot of a lot of crazy climate change going on right now, so keep yourself hydrated. And if you're on the west coast and it's it's like a dry heat warning, don't open the window. It makes it worse. Uh, try to get some kind of fan system in there if you can. If you're in the UK, same thing. Try to get air conditioners normalized, I guess. Or not air... No, you, you don't have the power grid. Try to get your power grid system built for them first, but etc. Anyway, take care of yourself. I'm worried about a lot of you. So, uh... I demand your survival. So you can hear us talk next time about Transformers on this podcast. It means, but you got some badass perpetrators and they're here to stay.